Radio. Uh, so how y'all doing? Um, is your are, are you on a mic or is it like a laptop mic or something? Me? Yeah. Yeah, I'm just on my usual microphone. I have it plugged in. You know, the one I use for the crime bin all the time. What's going on? Oh, okay. No, it was just having a little uh having a little echoey. Is it just me or a little bit, but not yeah. too bad. Oh, okay, all right. All right. Hello. Am I doing like a poltergeist right now? <laughs> Unfortunately, no. No. <laughs> this house is clear. All right. The whole episode in that voice. <laughs> oh, Tim's gonna bust. Oh. <laughs> <Sailor> Rubenstein. Oh. <laughs> oh boy. Honestly, that's the most terrifying thing associated with poltergeist is that knowledge. <laughs> that, uh, that uh i don't know mid-30s yobo at that time is uh, no. <laughs> uh, has cleaned his house <laughs> hey he was exercising those demons uh, so how you been bobby oh uh, man tired working a lot but uh but other than that i'm good you know uh, we have uh We've got Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club band coming up this week. Oh no! <laughs> uh, for the grind bin, that's we're recording that tomorrow. But but that was a like a worldwide release, and uh, oh I know I'm... the Beatles. No, <laughs> yeah sure. <laughs> uh, but the background's better than the movie, honestly, on that one. So we'll see how that goes. Uh, how have y'all been? Pretty good. We actually uh, uh, earlier tonight watched uh, Karate Cops slash Hawkeye. Yes. And oh, what an experience. Wow. Yeah. Oh, my God. The jokes in that one. <laughs> At least somebody tried on this one. It, it's wild. The, uh, knowing that he wrote, uh, directed, and starred in that. And edited and catered. And, and that's all in favors out. with his good buddy, Ronnie Lott. <laughs> just, just happened to have a uh, uh eddie murphy impersonator slash karate expert oh, wait, honestly that guy makes this movie <laughs> it was, it was pretty good. that guy is amazing i have to see every movie he did now right <laughs> and I and track down the did. video game he was in and it's just <laughs> have you guys listened to the episode yet uh yeah i, I, I did what, what video game was it uh it was a sega cd video game called oh uh, that's right the what was it? scenes or whatever S- yeah. star warrior or something i don't remember what it was but it was uh supreme warrior because i was like warrior. holy shit He's... i think i i know this game <laughs> you're shitting me <laughs> uh, and then what was so the have you we just finished oh strange invaders strange invaders you no know, i never saw that is that worth checking out? Oh, this is a movie for the grind bin oh yeah uh the the effects the costume effects are awesome that's awesome the the tone <laughs> is everywhere um the lead is a discount rails back <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah he's like if if rails back was an accountant less charismatic <laughs> yeah and, and and the actress playing his wife is rough <laughs> oh, no <laughs> But she she was nominated for a Razzie that year and lost to Sybil Danning and Hercules. So there you go. But spoiler, yeah, that's, that's like she's right supposed way. to not act like a human. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she had that going for her. All right. Well, let's get late. Let's, uh, let's yeah, get absolutely. this <laughs> So I wanted to ask, um, where does this fall on Pokemon? Have, 
at this have you guys already recorded the other ones for the animated movies uh yeah we watched uh the the first three you know the first movie pokemon 2000 and three um and we've even watched the uh what was it the netflix one that's like mewtwo strikes back evolution or whatever wow yeah yeah and uh i had seen this one back when it first came out remembered almost nothing <laughs> i had the exact same experience i saw it in the theater and and uh re-watching and i'm like the fuck is going on am i is this an extended cut yeah <laughs> the whole beginning of the movie i'm like i don't remember any of the shit like how stoned was i <laughs> <laughs> well and see i uh, well we'll get into it i know nothing uh, I basically only know about Pokemon what my wife tells me in passing, and it's usually in one ear and out the other because I have no context. Except for the when I read him the uh, the ten darkest Pokemon backstories oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, that solidified his favorite Pokemon. Cubone, man. Yeah. Okay, I was gonna say that's the one I know. That's like a dark backstory is Cubone. Oh yeah, so uh, like Drowsy and Hypno are based off of uh, Japanese demons that will uh, they enjoy eating dreams. And so they will spike your dreams with like bad thoughts. You have nightmares because this is the most delicious. Whoa. Uh, Drifloon, the little like balloon guy, his original like Pokemon entry in the first game is that they hold hands with children and then uh, take them and then like float off with them. What? Uh, yeah. Uh, one of the, one of the little candle Pokemon is like the souls of of debt that like trapped souls that can't pass on to the next world yeah, that's the fuel to his lantern basically yeah whoa this guy yeah. see i'm like you steve i don't i don't know a lot about pokemon well i mean we'll get into it but like i so this is all news to me they don't, <laughs> they don't explain that in pokemon snap though they should <laughs> <laughs> they don't explain about pikachu being an electric rat and uh, yeah just all the psychic koalas and shit like that i was like uh sure yeah yeah totally i get it <laughs> like why does the uh why does the goro pokemon the big muscle guy oh yeah um machamp, machamp. 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 why does yeah. he feel shame he's the only pokemon like covering his nether Oh no no no! That's uh that's part of his evolution. Like that's that's just more skin. That's a protective sheath. Ew! Ew. <laughs> oh my foreskin. god! <laughs> this is a this is a great dynamic though. That one of you is a Pokemon expert, and one of you is a Pokemon layman. That's exactly right? why we're doing this. Month. And that's why we went to Japan. I drug Steve to all the Pokemon centers. Oh yes. my god! I have to. I mean, the reason I asked about where this falls and how many episodes you've already done is I, I figured you guys would be tired of explaining the same stuff over because I wanted to ask you about that. Oh no! Oh. I I know the movies are trash. I never watched them, but I played like pretty much all of the games. And I I love the world of Pokemon, and I fully understand all its problems <laughs> <laughs> and, and luckily for me all the movies tend to end with well you've all learned a great lesson zoink now you've forgotten them all <laughs> see you next week yeah. man uh pokemon 3's wandavision though if you haven't seen that one check it I out haven't, i haven't seen uh any of the animated films i've only seen the uh i saw some of the tv show 
Uh, are we are we just going or? I might keep some of it in, but yeah, okay. All right, all right, let's get started. Let's get started. Uh, should we, uh, we can talk about all this stuff like on the episode. Oh no, no worry. Say, I'll, I'll leave some of it in. So, right. but yeah, it'll be in there. But just real quick, thank you so much for your Facebook feed. It's one of the highlights of my day. Absolutely, <laughs> thank you. Yeah. Well, thank and you if, so much. And if you hear random thumping in the background, I just fed our cats, and they don't know why we're not in bed. Yeah, and they're having <laughs> fucking races through our podcast studio. Well, that's the fantastic. Thump, the thump earlier was one of them slamming into an open door. Oh my god! <laughs> like head first, just crashing and burning in that race. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> While her sister looked on and cheered. Welcome to Rhyme City, a celebration of the harmony between humans and Pokemon. Tim, your dad was a legend in this precinct. If you were anything like your dad, I remember. You wanted to be a Pokemon trainer when you were young. Yeah, that didn't really work out. Someone there? Whoever you are, I know how to use this. Oh, jeez. Here we go. I know. You can't understand me. But put down the stapler or I will electrocute you. Did you just talk? Whoa. Did you just understand me? Oh, my God! You can understand me! Stop! I've been so lonely! They try to talk to me all the time. All they hear is Pika Pika. Uh, you can hear him, right? Pika Pika! Yeah! Pika Pika Pika, he's adorable. You're adorable. They can't understand me, kid. Can no one else hear him? I don't need a Pokemon. Period. Then what about a world-class detective? Because if you want to find your pops, I'm your best bet. We're gonna do this. You and me. There's magic that brought us together, and that magic is called hope. Listen up. We got ways to make you talk. Or mine. Yeah. So tell us what we want to know. Pipe. Yes. Okay. I can. Shoving. Pushing. My problem is that I push people away and then hate them for leaving. He's saying you can shove it. What? I can shove it? Okay, that's it. No, we're switching roles. I'm bad cop. You're good cop. No, 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 no. We're not cops. In my head, I saw that differently. Yeah! Ladies and gentlemen, I'm Steve. And I'm Izzy. And this is Everything I Learned from Movies. And tonight! Oh, tonight. Oh, we are capping off Pokemon's Gotta Watch Them All with 2019's Pokemon Detective Pikachu. Yes, the live action one you all saw the commercials for. Um... (laughs) Oh, but babe, Steve, we're not alone for this one. 
we're we're not we're not nope is is it because there's poe in my lap i mean not no poe knows nothing (laughs) true (laughs) empty head no thoughts (laughs) Uh, but we have another pokemon expert with us from the grand bid podcast it's bobby trippin welcome bobby pika pika my friends it is great to be back uh did you say pokemon expert I'm, I'm assuming you're the top ep- expert in Pokemon on the Grind Bin podcast. Oh, I, I definitely think on the Grind Bin, I would be the expert of Pokemon. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'd be willing to lay money down about that. <laughs> With that very important caveat, yes. No. <laughs> Between Turns myself out... and Mike Wood, yeah, I, I know more about Pokemon. <laughs> Turns out Timmy was like an expert. <laughs> I would be completely shocked, but. <laughs> that would be incredible. <laughs> I, I'm betting. I'm betting at least the McCollum boys know a thing or two more than I do. Oh, oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're 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 Pokemoning right now. I guarantee. <laughs> there may be one to two Pokemon right now. Have a good time. <laughs> they take those Pokemans two at a time. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> All right. <laughs> On that note, Steve, I'm sober. <laughs> oh well. Oh, gee, let's try to fix that. Uh, let's see. Uh, from Silver Reef Brewing Company, we have their Color Country Red Ale. Ooh. Uh, 5% alcohol by volume. Ooh, out of St. George, Utah. Excellent. Oh my. Sweet malt character with a subtle note of plum and a hint of fruity Belgian yeast flavor. Ooh, it's a Belgian red. All right. Oh my. Well, uh, my top. Stop. Nice. And the poor. With the little head off his hand there. Yeah. It was nice and full. <laughs> you know. All right. We have a gorgeous red colored ale. Lots of medium-sized bubbles. Medium-sized bubbles make me happy. Dissipating quite quickly. Ooh, that's aroma there. Yeah, smells Belgian-y, but like uh the cloven banana sort of side of the clove. Yeah, a little bit of caramel in there too. Mm-hmm. Oh nice. Definitely got roasty notes in there. Steve's mm. gone in for the sip. Yeah, a little different mm. uh, mouthfeel with the Belgian yeast, too. Just the... Yeah. Yeah, yeah, not bad at all. Yeah, a little caramel notes. And yeah, I mentioned the plum. There's a little something in there. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I guess plum, but yeah, just kind of a... I don't know. This is a different note to me. I haven't had a plum in a while. Maybe that's why it's kind of just... <laughs> I'm definitely getting the uh, the clove and like the mm. bubblegum kind of notes from the yeast. Yeah, yeah. It's more like clove to me. But... Yeah. Nice. And uh, Bobby, I heard a rumor you might have a beverage with you. I, I do, actually. For the occasion, I thought I'd, uh, I'd run out and get a special drink. I uh, couldn't find anything that was Pokemon themed, but I did get uh, something Japanese, at least. Uh, from uh, Onidi Beer Company, I have a Matcha Oni Matcha Cream Stout. Ooh. Yeah, that's what I said. And so uh, I thought I'd try that out. The, the can is daring me to taste the demon fire within. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Nice. We'll, we'll just see about that. So uh, let me just uh, get this thing in. <gasps> My top. Oh, his top. Nice. And uh, the pour. Uh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I wasn't sure what color this was going to be. I was expecting maybe green. But uh, but no, it's actually like a kind of a caramel color. I, I'd probably fool myself into thinking I was drinking like soda if I walked away from it. But, uh, a lot of head on that thing, but that's definitely, definitely smelling more stout than matcha. We'll find out. Matcha is a very delicate flavor. 
that can turn into grass clippings really quickly. So I'm curious. Oh, all right. Well, um, <laughs> boy, that is that is great. I'm pretty sure that is. Uh, I feel like I'm I'm drinking from a squirtle right now. Oh no! <laughs> uh, boy, that is a squirtle with a touch of Bulbasaur. Or is it just straight swamp? Oh, it's it's got a touch of Bulbasaur. <laughs> I think I think this squirtle's been running with the wrong pack. But, uh, I, think, I think it was called a bubble squirt. <laughs> oh, let, me, let me try another drink and see if that changes things. Yeah, yeah, interesting. Yeah, say uh, yeah, much, much. Yeah, definitely like the yeah grassy, earthy kind of flavor mixed with the stout. I don't know. That sounds yeah, stout's not the beer I would pair pair with matcha myself. You know, I, I, I tried another, I tried another drink of it, and I think it has uh, evolved into a blast noise. I <laughs> 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 ah, get that alcohol kick. Come on. <laughs> So good times, guys. Did you just get hydroblasted in the mouth? <clears throat> yeah. Super effective. Yeah. It shows me. <laughs> and but, you say you're not an expert of Pokemon. Seriously. Look at me throwing out the references. But uh actually it's 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 growing on me already, you guys. Excellent. Excellent. Right. Always glad to hear that. Uh, so Boy, that was fun. I see why you guys do that. Right. <laughs> yeah, a little beer tasting with the podcasting. Yeah, you guys need uh, more alcohol with the grind bin. <laughs> uh, one day we should do an episode where we just get completely housed uh, and then and then do our best. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure we're invited on. Uh, so oh, absolutely, all of us. Are gonna, <laughs> it's going to be uh, an unforgettable episode. <laughs> It'll be the uh, the grind bin meetup, but you know, virtually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody from the safety of their living rooms with their uh, substance of choice. Indeed. <laughs> so, Bobby, what what is your experience with Pokemon then? You know, uh, surprisingly, not that much, frankly. Um, I uh, I was a little older than the target demographic when it came out. Uh, you know, I tried the games once or twice. wasn't wasn't crazy about the game, but I did catch a bit of the cartoon when I'd come home from school. I was a sophomore in high school when that. Uh, when that came out in 98 here in the States. And uh, so, you know, when I'd be making a sandwich, I'd see what Team Rocket was up to. But uh, as far as games go, I'm more of a Pokemon Snap guy. Uh, that's yeah, more Pokemon that's more my Snap speed. was so much fun. Oh, I still play it. My wife and I, Mary, uh, for anyone who listens to the Grand Bin as well, um, we still play it. You know, we have it on the Switch, and it's a, it's a good relaxing uh, safari to go on after work sometimes. Yeah. So, uh frankly most of my pokemon knowledge comes from playing pokemon snap <laughs> so you can identify them absolutely uh you know <laughs> that's about all i can do though like oh i know that one i've, I've seen that one before but um now i understand uh the two of you are a pokemon expert and a pokemon layman am i right absolutely i can uh, be like so what's that weird four-armed weightlifter oh that's much sort of monkey thing much out Oh, okay, okay, that's cool. Right there. Yeah, matcha. That, oh, did you say matcha? Is that, <laughs> is that what it's I'm tasting right now? <laughs> now you see there's a little guy and he's a machop and then he turns into a machoke and then he turns into a machamp. That's adorable. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Obviously, Izzy knows all, what, 800 characters or oh, whatever there I, are now. And... 
I I know enough to Google them if I don't know all their names. And no, babe, there's like 1,200 of them now. No, there no Jesus. Because there's That's like island variants. And I was gonna say at this point we're just doing like Pikachu with lemon, right? That's <laughs> yeah. So there's always a Pikachu in like every generation. So like there's Pikachu, but then like guys there's so many basically you look at me like no that's a motherfucking pikachu no no that's something total it's a different kind of electric mouse <laughs> no see how his eyes are a little more slant slanty than the others it's a <laughs> that takes it from rat to i don't know gerbil don't let, know. let me show you to denny real quick uh i've already been to denny's thank you i'm good little <laughs> moons over my hammy yeah he's a moons over my hammy tell me that's not just an obese pikachu yeah it looks like uh like a Pikachu with little uh, whisker antennas. It, it's like if a uh, yeah, if a Pikachu needed rabbit ears to get reception. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, the more you, uh, the more I think about it, it kind of makes sense to do these slight variations because if you think about uh, the real world, how many animals are just a funny looking deer? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's like so. There's there's regular deer, and then there's about eighteen weird deers, <laughs> and uh, we just gave them all different names. Yeah, elk and moose and salad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How many kinds of antelope are there in Africa? Jesus, more than Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you never played Antelope Go? <laughs> <laughs> I love Antelope Go. People just chase an antelope around. <laughs> <laughs> I got a deek deek. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. Yeah. <laughs> Can we isolate that? <laughs> Pat, Learn, don't you dare jump on that computer learning new things about my wife every day <laughs> you you knew when you they started dating me i wanted to de-geek <laughs> oh yes i do know that <laughs> all right uh, so pokemon detective pikachu 2019 yeah. <laughs> from director rob letterman who's he steve oh i'm glad you asked uh he was the director of Shark Tale. There we go. All right. Uh, Monsters versus Aliens. Oh, that's a good one. Right. Uh, Gulliver's Travels, the Jack Black one. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Goosebumps. Oh, really? Look at this. Right. So, yeah, pretty good. Uh, pretty yeah. good track record. Solid. There. Yeah. Uh, and the screenplay comes from Dan Hernandez and Benji Samet. Who are they, Steve? Glad you asked, because I didn't know. Uh, they apparently did 12 episodes of a show called 1600 Pen. I'm guessing it has something to do with the White House. Oh, no. It's uh, just following Sean Penn around for 1600 hours. Ugh. <laughs> uh, five episodes of One Day at a Time. I assume it's about uh, AA. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, this, Adam's Family 2, two episodes of Central Park. And coming soon, we have the Koala Man TV series uh, about an animated superhero, I guess, dresses as a koala. And uh, Bobby, you might be interested in this one. Are you aware of Ultraviolet and Blue Demon? Oh, yeah. I, this has been uh, in the making for a, a very long time. It's the Disney show. Where, yeah. uh, They're finally getting uh, Blue Monkey and Ultraviolet together. <laughs> yes, two of the most atrocious movies Steve has seen repeatedly. <laughs> <laughs> no. no, it's a 13-year-old girl and a luchador. So yeah, coming soon. Mm, jailbait, huh? <laughs> no, nah, he's old. Yeah. <laughs> and not interested, I assume. That that doesn't make you better. <laughs> I thought you were calling him jailbait. I was like, well, he does wear a mask, so you don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not the specifically 13-year-old girl. <laughs> 
So the cast of this movie. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Gonna let that one hang for a second. Yeah. Uh, of course, we have Ryan Reynolds as the Never voice heard. of Detective Pikachu. Of course. I mean, yeah. all the other movies we've seen, it was just Pika Pika Pikachu. <laughs> you know, Japanese Man, I, ladies I, I, scream in Pika Pika. I mean, obviously, Pika, Pika. screams Ryan Reynolds. Right? Absolutely. Uh, what I want to see is the uh, the audition tape. Where they brought him in just to say Pika Pika as cute as he possibly could. Pika Pika too. Before they gave up and went, okay, just give him Richard the dialogue. Yeah, that's that's gotta be on the Blu-ray somewhere where he comes in, like, all right, my agent said this is a great payday. Um, I seriously only have to do three syllables. All right, uh, here we go. Oh guys, come on. Pikachu. You, you don't think Ryan Reynolds is out there playing Pokemon Go? <laughs> Maybe. But he's like he's he's getting too animated with it, and then he has to dial it back. But he overcorrects. He's doing a very serious like PSA voice, going Pika Pika, Pika Chew. Wandering in the hallway for twenty five minutes, trying to find Pikachu. He has the dramatic reading where he's like trying to go all De Niro, like Pikachu, Pika, Pikachu. <laughs> now I'm just picturing like Al Pacino yelling and lightning circling his body. Pikachu! Oh, Pika! Great ass! Guys, that, I just want a super the, I, cut. I how to make this better. I just want a super cut of like every actor in Hollywood saying Pikachu. <laughs> we cast yeah, the fully live action Pokemon movie. Here's all the people starring in it. <laughs> and Robert Downey Jr. as Bulbasaur. <laughs> Where's my check? <laughs> Shit, we should have cut that part out. <laughs> uh, also, in this movie, we have Justice Smith as Tim Goodman. Who's he, Steve? Um, great question. Um, his name is I've Justice, so his parents make bad choices. Uh, could I know be worse. He's in uh, Jurassic World. Oh shit, is he? Yeah, I, I could not tell you which character he plays. Uh, Franklin Webb. Oh, who can yeah. forget Franklin? Uh, oh, he's oh, actually, looks like he's fourth build. Actually, that's so maybe, maybe that's right. He's Franklin. like one of the guys in the room with uh Jake Johansson and them. And then, you know, oh, as, uh, the, does he play the Fallen Kingdom? Is the specific one he's in? The, does he oh, okay, play so the black kid? Okay, I don't know. <laughs> it, yeah. yeah, that's the one. Pretty he's much. the voice of the raptor or uh, Indominus <laughs> Rex or whatever that one is. Or whatever they're dealing with in that movie. In, insidious Rex or whatever. <laughs> uh, excuse me, uh, Bloomhouse, hear me out. Insidious Rex. Let's make it happen. I can just picture the dinosaur with like the, the makeup on its face. <laughs> Voiced by Lynn Shea. Yeah, it's going to be great. Oh man, you just hear the sound of tiptoe through the tulips by Tiny Tim, but you see the little raptor feet like lifting up out of the garden. God damn it, we're writing the trailer right now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Steve, we're gonna make this trailer. I'll get the plastic dinosaurs, you get the camera. <laughs> <laughs> well, what about the plot of the movie? I don't know. Carnosaur 2. Fuck it. That's it. Tammy is and the it, T-Rex. We got this. Isn't that what the, the new one's gonna be anyway? Dominion? <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> guys coming by november of course uh who else in this movie we have katherine newton as lucy stevens or as i i said watching it again oh it's the chick from freaky yeah great <laughs> flick 
Watch it, guys. Freaky so good. <laughs> uh, we also have Bill Nye as Howard Clifford. Oh, who's he, Steve? Uh, you might know him from, uh, let's see, he's in Shaun of the Dead. Um, I think he's like leader of the vampires in some of the Underworld movies. Absolutely. Uh, Davy Jones seen... in the Pirates movies. If oh, you've yes. ever seen yes. Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, he's Slurdy Bartfast. Yes, of course. Who? <laughs> he's the old want? dude in Love Actually. He's oh, the yeah, Love the... Actually, of course. <laughs> he's yeah. the guy in the, in the snowfield when they get like before they send uh, they send everybody home. Uh. <laughs> and of course, because this is basically a kaiju movie, you have to have Ken Watanabe as Lieutenant Yoshida. <laughs> of Spoiler alert, he never says let them fight. And Son Steve... of a bitch. That was the one thing I wanted from this movie. <laughs> Both times watching it. Steve was so fucking mad. <laughs> For God's sakes, it's Pokemon. It's basically <laughs> Japanese children show dog fighting. <laughs> especially with the plot in this movie as we'll get to that they talk about how uh dog fighting pokemon is outlawed in rhyme city yeah uh what a perfect opportunity to have ken watanabe just decide to let them fight i mean he is in the position of authority as a police lieutenant let them fight oh he said it ah! and then steve runs the to the bathroom and the, you know anyway and lets them uh, fight. why do you have to run to the bathroom we have I, I gotta go gotta go no time <laughs> this is happening <laughs> had no idea it's gonna happen in a pokemon movie yeah so <laughs> suddenly becomes steve's like third favorite movie of all time <laughs> uh so yeah so the movie starts <laughs> and, and i see that's warner brothers and i'm instantly like then why the hell aren't you on hbo max <laughs> yeah honestly what what the heck man because the Pokemon company has that much power. <laughs> I mean, they do. And we're uh, we're out in the, in the middle of the mountains somewhere, and there's this this center. Who knows what it is? I'm going to guess a secret lab of some sort because oh, yeah. you know it's this movie. <laughs> and then uh, and then we see Mewtwo and just starts flat out blasting and killing people. And I was like, uh, we're starting here. Yeah, right. <laughs> I don't get it previously on Pokemon. Yeah, which <laughs> really take the wind out of our sails. We just get the you know Pikachu hanging out. I mean, which uh, the Pokemon the first movie and the reboot of Pokemon the first movie both start this way. Yeah. Oh, do they? Oh yeah, they start with Mewtwo murdering some scientists. Yeah. Wow. And then luring children to their death. <laughs> <laughs> uh, kid stuff. Am I right? Right. <laughs> uh yeah but then uh mewtwo like knows their car is getting away and so it starts chasing it down the road and basically gives it a blast sends it flying off of a bridge and i gotta tell you i was not expecting this to uh to start as action-packed as it does yeah is this pg-13 or just pg i want to say just pg Guys, it's a show based on people fighting animals till one of them passes out. Of course, it's magic dog fighting show. Yeah. <laughs> the Michael Vick story, rated PG. <laughs> Vick, Vick. <laughs> In this premise, Michael Vick talks like a Pokemon. Just roll with it. He's the Pokemon. Vicka, Vicka. <laughs> <laughs> 
So then, okay, so then uh, we go to morning and we see some apparently pidgeys flying around and a, a farm of buffalons. Yeah, this is where buffalons. I felt like I was playing Pokemon Snap. I was like, oh, they, they did make part of this for me. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, like, and, that's a pidgey. And, and okay, so in this world, Pokemon have been living with humans for generations and they're basically yeah. like it's our issues it's, right? the, it's the animals of this world yeah 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 and and everybody yeah. apparently has a pet slash partner that they're like i don't know emotionally tied with and stuff like that yeah, or well, like psychically linked you, almost it's not really psychically linked they're just your best friend like it's like your childhood dog oh okay um because you can't go into the tall grass without being attacked by somebody else's dog and uh you fight your dog until it passes out okay and then you take it to one of the uh, clones of Nurse Joy. That makes perfect sense. Yeah. yeah. Just like the real world. Absolutely. <laughs> well, uh, we'll meet our main character, Tim, and uh, his buddy, Jack, I guess, who we see for this one scene. Right. And... I kind of wanted Jack to come back. <laughs> I like Jack. <laughs> yeah, he's all right. But uh, basically, they're they're stalking this, this creature in a field. And we see that it's Cubone, Steve's favorite Pokemon, yeah! because he's a oh, little yes. dinosaur that wears this, his mother's skull into battle. And basically, based on the tragic events of his mother's death, sometimes he just cries for nights on end on full moons. <laughs> yeah. This is is this the most metal Pokemon? I like to think so. Definitely one of them. One of them. My God, we're barely scratching the surface of the rage and tragedy of the Pokemon. I mean, he's definitely the drummer in a metal band. Hell yeah. And he uses bones as the sticks, of course. <laughs> right? Yeah, well, I mean, his number one attack is Bone Toss. Where he and mine too. Like... <laughs> yeah, right? Uh... <laughs> you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. Am I right? <laughs> so anyway. Uh, you really have to be unconscious too. it's super effective (laughs) just feet sticking up (laughs) but his buddies Jack's basically like oh yeah this is like the perfect Pokemon for you you know because you're a whiny bitch and whatnot or something is it because he's lonely (laughs) alright guys I did find uh, according to the gamer the top 10 most horrifying Pokemon backgrounds let's go for it all right, number 10 is Cubone. Cubone's number 10? It's a dead mother's 10. head. Long and short of it, it wears the skull of its deceased parent. Is, is the skull a permanent fixture, or does Cubone take it off every evening between showers? We don't know. <laughs> we don't know and didn't think to ask until just now. <laughs> Man, number that's nine. the one way to make the Cubone uh, even creepier of a character. Can you picture that? Like the thing is laying on the ground while he's washed its face. <laughs> right, there's a little dinosaur face. Uh, number nine, Absol. In a less macabre twist, we have Absol, a sweet creature who's never wanted anything more than to help those around them, Aww. even if the favor is not returned. Uh, has the uncanny ability to sense disasters before they occur. Hurricanes, tornadoes, forest fires, that kind of stuff. Man, uh, so if you see one, something bad's about to happen? Pretty she's the much. harbinger of doom. She's, it's like she's Cassandra in Greek mythology. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, this Man, where, kind of... where's this character? Put that in part two. <laughs> These are kind of, this is a dumb list. Uh, but there's uh, Garbador, who is just trash. 
It sounds like I was gonna ask. He's a monster made of trash. Oh, Oh, that's my favorite Pokemon right there. I don't have to look at him. Definitely not Oscar the Grouch. Yeah, so so he's Garbodor when he's a grown-up. When he's a baby, he's Trubbish. Because he's just a little sack of trash. Trubbish. (laughs) Trubbish. Trubbish. Now I'm just gonna mutter that every time I take the trash out. I'm gonna open the can and go trubbish. Trubbish Garbodor. What'd you call me? What? No, uh, Pokemon. I'm playing Pokemon Snap. I mean, Sorry, of course I'm, we I'm have Mewtwo. We have Mewtwo, who's the strongest Pokemon in a gene splicing experiment gone wrong. Oh yes, uh, Mimikyu, mimicking you. Uh, he's a little little ghost monster who thinks he's so ugly. He tries to dress up as Pikachu's. Oh, he must, basically looks like Trick or Treat. Right? Like a, Pikachu, but if it was a Pikachu. <laughs> wow. Uh, oh, here we go. Yan Mask. Uh, Who's that? Is, Who's uh, that, Izzy? So he's a little <laughs> ghost mask Pokemon. He's an egg-shaped mask that he carries around. It's not simply decorative. It's a face of the human who it once was. Jesus. What? <laughs> The leather face Pokemon. If you were so That's bold awesome. as to grab the mask and wear it, the young mask would possess you. <laughs> the way <laughs> what I do so that it's, for. It's like Stanley Ipkiss. Yeah. <laughs> Smoking. Here we go. Marowak. This is what Cubones turn into. You recall the tragedy of Cubone? Yeah. Now, Cubone's mom's traditionally are Marowaks. So, oh, geez, my beloved son isn't heartbreakingly lonely yet. <laughs> Basically, uh, its skull, it, it wears its skull on the outside. Oh, Jesus. Whoa. So, yeah, that's what Cubone turns into. And then that's oh, what dies. Wait, wait, the- wait, wait. Okay. So you're saying he grows up from being, you know, a T-Rex that, let's say, can take his mom's skull off when he showers or whatever. Yeah. But by the time he becomes a full-grown adult, his skull is just on the outside, like the yes. skin recedes back like a hairline? Yeah, pretty much. Jesus. <laughs> oh, Japan. here we go. What the heck is literally going on with any of this? <laughs> 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 Let's see. We have Frostlass, who's the spirit of a woman who lost her life on a mountain and spends her existence luring other people to the same fate. What the hell, man? <laughs> She's a nice ghost Pokemon. Yeah, definitely like a geisha almost yeah. right and then we have uh they their number one is gorbis it's pink okay. and feminine eyelashes is has a delicate vibe but don't be fooled by gorbis's appearance is an unfriendly creature of the sea it's basically a sea mosquito has a long pointed <laughs> snout designed to drain the victims of all their bodily fluids like a fun straw <laughs> thanks i hate it According to the Pokédex, the Good leftover job. meat sinks to the seafloor where it becomes <laughs> oh. food for other Pokémon. Oh. Oh, Can fantastic. we just isolate? I want just that text. <laughs> <laughs> According to the Pokémon Index, the, the meat sinks to the ocean floor. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, what a, so uh, keep in mind, true. all of these creatures live in this world. So yes. Part 2 is going to be crazy. <laughs> I hear John Carpenter's writing the script. It's gonna Guys, be this is why, like, Sam Raimi do it. This is why, like, grown-ups <laughs> still like Pokemon, because when you grow up and you realize how fucking metal some of them are. Man. <laughs> it, it's funny seeing the whole spectrum, because these are obviously the ones that came a little later. Because, <laughs> you know, uh, I'm assuming anyway that they started Oh, no. With... The, the original ones all have pretty dark backstories, too. That's wild. Because you look at some of those. Like I said, I'm a Pokemon Snap guy. So you're, you're, I'm moving around my little plastic Jurassic World ball. 
And some of those is like, well, that's Goth. He's a goat. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> you know? <laughs> I was yeah. like, oh, okay. <laughs> that's Calbs. <laughs> that's Psyduck. He's a psychic duck. Okay. <laughs> yeah, who gets splitting headaches and then can basically take out an entire city. Yeah, like a real duck, right? Yeah, just like no. that's why you're not allowed to keep ducks here, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> So you got to turn them into an entree at a Chinese restaurant before they do to you. <laughs> That's why we cram them full of food and then eat their livers. <laughs> yeah. Right, episode, you guys. Hashtag <laughs> brutal. Sorry. Anyway, this movie. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, uh, yeah, this, our, our main character is uh, trying to capture this Q-bone to, uh, I guess, either be a pet or indentured servant he's going to fight in the underground. Who knows? Now, traditionally, you get your first Pokemon from... Uh, some sort of professor who spent their entire lives dedicated to studying Pokemon and yet has zero data yeah. on the creatures that live outside their door. Um, because you don't go into tall grass without a Pokemon, or and and yeah, so yeah, so you're usually like given your first Pokemon, and then when you go to capture wild Pokemon, you use your friend Pokemon to weaken them and then convince them that they should be your friend. Whoa, I I believe that's also how pimp works. Uh-huh. <laughs> just yeah. break them down until they become loyal and then use them yeah. to lure others into and, your and then you can toss them a berry give them a little snack yeah, and then that right. convinces them that they want to stay with you and toss them a bone yes yeah, yeah. yeah. okay all right <laughs> see steve <laughs> you're better at pokemon than you thought <laughs> i see what you are saying <laughs> <laughs> you see steve a pimp's love is very different from that of a square <laughs> oh tell me more <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, basically, uh, okay. So yeah, so you got to throw the Pokeball to capture uh, Cubone here. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, Tim tries like sweet talking it for a bit, but then like tosses it and it's like, yay, I got him. Yay. Wait, nope, never mind. He popped out and now he's chasing me. Oh shit, run. Oh, no. that Cubone's going to kill you. I didn't know that you. was a thing. Oh yeah, you don't catch him on every throw. But Pokemon, so that kind of blew my mind rates. as a person who didn't know that. So I was like, wait, the Pokemon going to say, nah, fuck you. Yeah, because he did throw many trees. This goes harder than I thought. Have you ever tried uh, to put a cat in a carrier? No, why would I do that? (laughs) It's like that. Like, do you want to do it when the cat has full energy, or do you want to wait till they're a little worn down? You want to chase them around the house a little bit and tire them out. Wear it down first. I would. Yeah, it makes sense. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) same deal. (laughs) Maybe try and give them a little treat when they're in to convince them to go in there. Yeah. So uh so this cat busts out of the carriage and is wearing its mother's skull and has a clubbing weapon in its body. Uh so what are you gonna do? You gotta run. It was pretty hysterical seeing uh seeing him run from that tiny little Pokemon running. Yeah. With cat, it was like a trilogy of terror. Yeah. By the way, I have to grant it, everybody interacts with the Pokemon really well in this yeah like considering they're not real yeah yeah yeah. things like considering they're all looking at tennis balls yeah they all do a really good job like did they just have like an army of children or little people dressed up in green suits (laughs) cgi over warwick davis is just you know between star wars gigs and i would love to see the pokemon child army (laughs) (laughs) just volunteers you know little children yeah uh but yeah yeah so eventually uh i yeah he like hits him or something and and then like yeah cheers about it like yay i got a pokemon i don't know whatever 
but uh, uh but yeah then he gets back home uh yeah along the way you find out he's like an insurance adjuster or something and i'm like how old is he supposed to be yeah that really threw me for a loop too I'm like and and also who was this for <laughs> yeah. right yeah uh, so i i think he's supposed to be like 2021 20, so i like 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 early mid college right yeah okay yeah, yeah, by that. I think I think what it's supposed to be is like, all right, you're you're a kid. What's the most boring job you can think of? Oh, so this is what he's got a boring grown-up job. Yeah, insurance <laughs> adjuster. I don't even know what that is. And he's getting a promotion. Oh, that's senior insurance adjuster. That's double boring or something. No, no, that's two levels um, above what he is. He never actually says what yeah. he's about to get. That's true. But I was thinking just now, if if you live in a world with real live Pokemon roaming around causing havoc insurance has to be way more uh, detailed and nuanced right yeah, yeah right like do you have do you have Pidgey insurance is it all what act if... of God or do you need like separate I have Charizard insurance you know, and if I... it's an act of Mewtwo is that basically an act of God well nobody's supposed to know uh no Mewtwo exists he's a government conspiracy man well, yeah so but yeah man. that's an act of God yeah, I can't tell the thing. Like insurance adjuster in this world has got to be a nightmare, right? I mean, like in a the real world, it's like, what if your iguana knocks his heat lamp over and burns down your house? Like, is that just <laughs> covered, or can you identify the iguana that knocked over the lamp? I don't know. It had six wings, and I don't know, breathed electricity. Well, so like, see, like if we, I don't know, if we were out of town for a couple of nights, and one of the cats. Say like Caster Troy did that one time, knocked a sink covering the blocking the uh sorry, knocked a plate covering the sink drain and then turned on the fucking faucet and flooded my goddamn house. Uh-huh. Well the great that. ones leave their mark. Like yeah, he he sorely missed. <laughs> <laughs> I do miss the fucking asshole. <laughs> While also recognizing my life is much easier without him. <laughs> but anyway, uh that's just like flood insurance, right? Yeah, totally. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. All right. Well, hey. <laughs> anyway, uh, <laughs> let's see. How am I? How am I going to bring this back up? Uh, oh, so he gets a call, and uh, it's the Rhyme City Police Department, and there's been an accident, and his father was missing. Fuck. Oh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> damn it, movie. No. <laughs> so he he takes a bullet train to Rhyme City, um, and we, uh, I guess, his uh, detective dad uh apparently died or was missing in a crash or whatever i guess they never found the body yeah, so it's, it's like presumed but nobody dead. could survive that crash oh i was just saying it's presumed dead oh okay and then while he's on the bullet train too like he gets licked by this giant tongue creature thing and uh i i was of the opinion where he's like asking around like hey is this somebody's pet like T- tungaloo or whatever the fuck his name was and i'm like nope nobody answering cool punch <laughs> <laughs> get away from me i'm about to kick this thing's ass <laughs> right <laughs> come up and lick me on the train <laughs> some bitch some stray and <laughs> steve gets arrested for fighting a pokemon on a train <laughs> you know pokemon fighting is illegal <laughs> well, that's pokemon on pokemon <laughs> he, he attacked me with his tongue so, so i gave it back to him tenfold that's right. See how you like it, pal. Lick it, bum bum down. Oh, Snow was definitely a Pokemon. 
Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, um, yeah, something about Pokemon being used for the common good, and I'm like, wait, what? Eh, it doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> yeah, the squirtles are on the firefighter team. I love. Oh fire. yeah, okay, that's right. And the little the little uh, Charmander working as a short order cook at the yeah. food market. <laughs> He's lighting up the walk. I was like, oh, I could watch a whole movie of just this stuff of just Pokemon's going to work. <laughs> so fun fact there are comics of just like pokemon living their lives with people oh that's wonderful <laughs> <laughs> did that come out of this movie or did this movie get inspired by that oh, this movie is inspired by that now those have been coming uh, out since like the video game first oh, wow. Japan. damn there you go um and yeah we're introduced to uh clifford industries ran by you know B- bill nye and his son and uh <laughs> he says owned by a big red dog who turned yeah. out wonderful. <laughs> Which would fit in this universe, absolutely. Right? That's called Arcanine. Those little growlith doggos. Oh, does he, uh, does, when he says his name, does he go, Arc, Arc, Arcanine? Yep. Perfect. <laughs> see, Bobby? See how easy these are to come up with? Yeah, and see, <laughs> see, Steve and I can Pokemon. Give us the, give us the note. Right? We'll make you another and, 1,200 characters. And his baby form is Growlithe, and he goes, Growl, Growlithe, Growl. There you go. That's incredible. Yeah. Hey, babe. Uh, let's see. Let's. Uh, we're gonna do one uh, that's a cobra, <laughs> but we need a catchy name, so we're gonna flip it around and call it Arbok. Arbok. Oh, that's pretty good. That's pretty yep. good. Yeah, that, that's, that's an actual real, character. Yep. That's the purple snake. And uh, e- Ekans is Ekans the snake is the backwards. little version. Yeah, yeah. he's an Ekans, and this. then he falls into Arbok. Have you been tutoring him? <laughs> oh he had questions about uh because team rocket has those and he was like wait what's that purple what's that purple wiggly thing that just came out of a ball and then disappeared and i'm like oh that was Arbok." and he was like are you fucking kidding me <laughs> also real quick what the hell is a team rocket <laughs> <laughs> it's what you dress up as at comic cons i i was wearing a t-shirt with an r on it yes i, I assumed it was rocket some sort groups. of insult <laughs> we're team rocket grunts we don't even get names we're just grunts and then she tells me there's this guy giovanni who's basically the vince mcmahon of team rocket yeah and oh, no. i'm like okay okay you're 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 pulling me in <laughs> well, yeah, damn. Work for him. and so jesse and james uh they're they're basically a tag team okay mm-hmm. okay i yeah. gotcha and meowth is their uh their their jimmy hart okay oh, all right i like that the meowth from the scalp <laughs> it's like now yeah, you're talking my language <laughs> and you're framing this in a way that makes you really like this right see <laughs> yeah so yeah uh, uh bill Nye, he's given his uh speech uh, you know mr clifford whatever he's given a speech like oh yeah i'm finding uh uh you know cures to all these diseases because the cure is to evolve and uh, Pokemon and humans living together with no battles, no trainers. And then apparently he says Rhyme City, but every time he said it, it sounded like he was saying Orion City. And so I was getting confused. And uh, Rhyme City. <laughs> it's a second city floating in space. That'll be in part two. It's pretty funny. He just heard a huge thump. Our cat just threw herself off the back of the couch and into a wall. Oh my God. You're having like a full Pokemon battle back there. Yes, yeah, right. her attack was not effective. <laughs> Cameron would be a magic carp, <laughs> just flopping around, just flopping around until one day <laughs> the sunshine finally smiles on the pig looking for the truffle. <laughs> <laughs> oh 
wait, is that, is that how the saying goes? I don't know. Uh, uh, oh, yeah, and then we get a lot more of the, um, you, know, you know, Pokemon living in the human world. Like, we get that Marchomp, like, directing traffic with his eight arms or whatever. Yeah. Did you catch why it had to direct traffic? Why is that? Why, because there's a Snorlax sleeping in the road. Uh, yeah. oh he's making a perimeter to keep it safe while it's while it naps you uh you guys also miss the we we skip past when he's on the bullet train he gets licked by a lickitung we did not skip that oh <laughs> <laughs> my brain missed it apparently it's totally okay <laughs> but no we we definitely talked about that um but um this was that? another one of those moments though going through the town seeing all that stuff that i was like in pokemon snap mode yeah. Want... What I'm saying is, I threw an apple at my television. It did not. Hit. <laughs> <laughs> That'll teach it. Right, now so I'm in we'll... trouble, and I have to go to Best Buy tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> and then you got to catch them all. Ooh, but did you have Apple insurance on your Apple TV? Damn it! <laughs> <laughs> really should read the terms and conditions on this bitch. <laughs> you really need a better insurance agent. Luckily, this movie's got one. <laughs> Yeah, there's like little growlers running around. There's a couple of sneezles running around. Uh, so where were we? Oh yeah, so we meet <laughs> Lieutenant Yoshida, uh, played by Ken Watanabe, and basically he's like, "I'm very sorry, your father has died and his partner is missing. Uh, I, you don't have a Pokemon like everybody else." Also, Mr. Watanabe, how come you're the the chief of police and you have an unevolved pink dog? <laughs> Why not? I mean, if anybody can. No, but he should have evolved it. Maybe he likes it better this way. Ooh. What does that thing turn one. into? Maybe. I mean, maybe it's like the new pup in training. Yeah. Yeah, the, the, old, the other one retired. He's back at the house. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I like that story. See, I, I want to follow this guy home. Uh, what I love though about Ken Watanabe is he will, he, whether he's talking, whether he's going to Atlantis to explode a nuke in Godzilla's face at his apartment, uh, or he's petting a Pokemon in in a Blade Runner future, um, he gives it the same kind of gravitas. He like absolutely takes it seriously. Absolutely, <laughs> and I love that about him. He should be in more stuff. Uh, I'll, I'll say it. Right? <laughs> Fucking treasure. Um, yeah, so we get some uh, uh, some backstory about uh, Tim and the relationship with his dad. Uh, apparently Tim was raised by his grandma because him and the dad had a fallen out after his mom died or whatever when he was like 11 or something. Yeah. yeah. And uh, the dad even like offered like, oh yeah, come on out to Rhyme City and stay with me. But of course he's like, no. I have a room here. and I decorated it just like your childhood bedroom. Yeah. <laughs> Full <laughs> of Pokemon stuff. And uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, basically he's like, oh cool, can I have the key to my dad's place so I can go check out his apartment? Okay, bye. <laughs> your father loved you very much. I don't care. Okay, I'm on. Bye, thank you. <laughs> yeah, that's great, pal. See ya. <laughs> Uh, so he gets the apartment building, and there's a uh, I don't know Psyduck hanging around the 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 postal boxes or something. Psyduck. Oh, hey there, there buddy. Is. Bye, Psy. is this is this somebody Psyduck here? Bye. Uh, he seems like he's gonna blow. No. <laughs> and then uh, and then we meet the trainer, and I'm like, oh, the chick from Freaky. All right, hey, interested with pink hair. Yeah. <laughs> 
her name is Lucy, and apparently she's an intern for the local news or something, trying to be a reporter. You know how that goes. And uh, deal. <laughs> and she's like instantly in Tim's face, like, "What was it that Harry Goodman knows? Why is he dead now? <laughs> blah blah blah. Where are you hiding? <laughs> that kind of shit." And he's like, "Um, I'm I'm the son. I have no idea." <laughs> I just got here. Please don't look down. I do have an erection. No. <laughs> PG. No, I was kidding. Oh my. Yeah, so yeah, so he goes to the apartment and uh okay. He walks into the apartment and the television was playing. Yeah. And it's that movie from Home Alone, the was it Angels, Angels with Dirty, Dirty Wings or something like that? Absolutely. So who's in his dad's apartment watching movies? Exactly. Was Pikachu doing that? Pikachu. I mean, maybe. <laughs> yeah. So, oh, is, so, is there a Pokemon that just watches television? Is there one that specifically breaks into people's domiciles to watch their television? Oh, actually, yes. <laughs> so there's Rotom, who's an electric ghost who possesses. He can possess a fan, a lawnmower. Ah, <laughs> uh, shoot, I forget all the ones. He he turns into a bunch of different things. And that's one of those Saturday night Pokemon. I mean, that's the night that they came <laughs> up with that one. <laughs> it was like late on a Saturday. The party was raging. They're like, I got an idea. Yeah, yeah his name's uh, Robert Thomas. No, Rotom. Rotom. And uh, he can possess, looking around the room, a lamp, <laughs> a television, a lawnmower. Why the fuck is there a lawnmower in my room? Let's see. Tony, this party is wild. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> Yeah, let's see. He's got a lawnmower and a dishwasher and a fan and a fridge. And a VHS <laughs> rewinder? <laughs> I, I don't know what that is. Uh, yeah, I don't... I, <laughs> he's not one of my favorites. He's annoying as fuck. Trying to find his wow. various forms. Oh, it's a microwave. Uh, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Should have guessed. It looks like a rice cooker. <laughs> yeah. yeah, well... Uh, See, so yeah, so, uh, Tim, he, he's going around the apartment looking for things, and he finds this uh, this vial of like purple. Uh, I, let, let's just say it's a uh, nuke or whatever from RoboCop Two. Yeah. It's the new street drug, right? <laughs> but of course, how it's treated in this. Yeah, yeah, just some purple sparkly stuff. So uh, they just, yeah. it's just called R, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, chemical R or whatever. We find is that, that a later. nod to Team Rocket? I would assume so. Are yes. they drug pushers in this universe? I mean, they're kind of they're they're the general bad guys in all of them. So yeah, I was definitely expecting Team Rocket. Oh, that's it. The in the sequel, uh, they join forces with Machete and try to bring down the Team Rocket cartel led by Giovanni. Right. <laughs> I mean, in in all the like all the the literature, Mewtwo was designed by the labs that were owned by Giovanni. So. Yeah. Why else would they call it R? I I think it was it is supposed to be sort of a a sequel hint. I'm in. Yeah, we get some flashbacks to him having emotions and blah 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 <laughs> yada yada yada. But then there's a noise. <gasps> what? So he grabs the nearest weapon he can find, and of course, it's a stapler. I know how to use this. And then uh, he sees what the noise is, and oh my god, it's an electric rat wearing a Sherlock hat. <laughs> See, what no. would you do if uh, you got up in the middle of the night, one of the rats was on the table with a Sherlock Holmes hat on? Stompy McStompstomp. 
<laughs> Leave my hats alone. No. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's a little detective Pikachu, the, the most adorable Pokemon. You know what a Pikachu looks like. Sure. He's got the little Sherlock hat on. Because he's a detective. Man, um, can you imagine if they'd done uh, some other detectives uh, gimmick? Like it's it's Pikachu, but he's got a big Poirot mustache. Yeah. <laughs> he's got a sucker in his mouth saying, Who loves you, baby? Yeah. <laughs> Pikachu has just one more question for you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, dude, a disheveled Pikachu in a trench coat? Hell yeah. That sounds amazing. <laughs> right. um, and this is my Pokemon dog. <laughs> oh, but but Bobby. Sir. It's even better because it's voiced by fucking Deadpool. My God. Oh, I don't know. Hey, here, Did here's you, the pitch uh, meeting. All right, we want to do a live action Pokemon movie. That sounds fucking stupid, but we're gonna get Ryan Reynolds to voice Pikachu. Son of a bitch! Here's a hundred million dollars. <laughs> <laughs> What's wild? Did you read who it was supposed to be, or at least who who the fans wanted? Yes, and do we want to save it for fun facts? Oh yeah, pardon me. Well, we'll okay. save all that stuff for later. <laughs> but guys, trust me, it's worth the wait. <laughs> So yeah, so yeah, uh, Pikachu's talking to him, and he's like, "I know you can't understand what I'm saying because I'm saying Pika Pika to everybody else." You're like, "Wait, what? Why are you talking to me?" Oh shit, you can understand me. And it uh, goes on from there for a while. And man, that's a make or break moment, right? Like, I feel in the theater, I was like, "I don't know," <laughs> when that first happened, you know? Yeah. <laughs> but then you realize like oh, a but cut it's... of this movie, like an edit where you remove all of Ryan Reynolds' dialogue. And replace it with Pika Pika and subtitles. Yeah. yeah. Oh, don't even don't even explain it. I want it like a bonus feature. Like I don't need subtitles explaining what he means. I just want him to say Pika, and then we just know that our main character, uh Tim, uh understands and just responds. Yeah, I won't yeah, lie. That, like, that is one of my favorite awesome. tropes in like all of movie dumb when you have the one character who doesn't speak English but everybody understands them perfectly. Like yeah. Ocean's a lot. The Ocean's movies nailed it. You're like, yeah, yeah, but we don't have oh, time to try to catch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! It, like when Pikachu's telling like a sad backstory or whatever, yeah. and all you it's hear all is just, that whole speech is just Pikachu, Pikachu, Pikachu. <laughs> Meanwhile, if it's Ryan Reynolds, it's like, and I swore on that day on my father's grave that I would. <laughs> anytime when like the Ryan Reynolds Pikachu is like, okay, so here's what we're gonna do, <laughs> like lays it all out. You're just like, Pika, 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 Pikachu, Pikachu, Pika, Pikachu, Pikachu. Honestly, if if someone made that cut, I will never watch the theatrical cut again. It'll become canon. That's what Detective Pikachu was. <laughs> Ryan Reynolds was never in this movie. <laughs> and well, I have maybe right he does at a the great end. job at this, but I would love that so much more. Oh my god! Spoiler alert: When we get to the end, Ryan Reynolds is still just Pika Pika me. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh my god, that that would be amazing. It's like a <laughs> like an eighty-eight minute setup to a punchline. Yes. The whole movie is one joke. <laughs> Incredible. <laughs> Guys, we're gonna make this super cut. <laughs> Dad, can I come stay with you for a while? Pika. 
<laughs> well, in the middle of the supercut, uh, some monkey with a hand on its tail starts attacking Tim. Yeah, what, what, what's this? What is this? Is he? Apom! Because he's an ape with a palm on yeah, his tail. Yeah, he's the dumbest. <laughs> Face palm indeed. <laughs> But yeah, then more of them show up because uh, apparently he got a little bit of that purple sparkly chemical oh, R or whatever blasted his face earlier. And... Yeah, so he, uh, they, yeah, uh, the kid opened it up. Took op- a hit. Basically, and then opened <laughs> the window, waved it out the window till it stopped pulsating or whatever. And the apom were directly above the apartment hanging off a sign. Uh, okay. So they got just full fr- full frontal. There you go. Well, now, now they they got a they got a hankering for that R, sweet lady R and uh, chasing after this kid and him and Pikachu running away and the kid somehow like loses his pants and uh, oh because like... the apom like grab his pants yeah. and so he takes off his belt. Slowly. Is that part of it for these things? Do do the apoms try to take your pants? I mean, well, I assume it's ge- uh, generic ape protocol, right? I mean, that is generic. Protocol. I've never had my pants stolen in the Pokemon games, but I've only played the handheld versions. Oh, you never played Pokemon Pants? It's a mobile game. (laughs) (laughs) Strip Pokemon. Never played Pokemon Pants. uh but yeah yeah oh yeah so yeah they're up on the roof being chased they dive down one of those trash chutes you you know how all those rooftop things end uh falls on the ground splat roll credits guys what do we think of detective well (laughs) a bold new direction in the franchise let me tell you (laughs) it's a collection of shorts now no uh (laughs) (laughs) when those other pokemon came by started eating the remains oh my god what a mid-credits stinger (laughs) indeed (laughs) uh so yeah so basically long story is uh, Tim's the only one that can hear what Pikachu is saying to everybody else. It's Pika Pika, Pika Pika, like we were saying. Uh, <laughs> but we also find out Pikachu was his father's partner. What? <gasps> You're Harry's kid? What? <gasps> Want to go grab a coffee? Sure. <laughs> okay. Uh, this would, That was a great Pikachu example of, of this other cut of the film and how great that would be. Pika Pika Pika. What? Pika Pika. Yeah. <laughs> Just going, wait what oh. <laughs> yeah yeah seriously what what's happening oh. <laughs> yeah they, they don't realize he, he was the partner until they like you know later when we see the surveillance cameras or whatever and like, <laughs> oh that's it that's what he was trying to tell me this whole time <laughs> i've been humoring him this whole scene where um, where he's just like, you guys can all hear him, right? <laughs> Would be even funnier if he's just like, pika, pika, pika. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so they so they go to grab coffee, figure things out. And my next note is, what the fuck is that? Uh, babe, <laughs> who's the bartender at this uh, coffee shop? <laughs> Ludicolo. <laughs> and what the fuck is a Ludicolo? It's a pineapple duck with a sombrero. <laughs> Jesus. Man, I love it. It just goes Lunacola. <laughs> and they apparently they like to dance. <laughs> guys, guys, forget Pitbull screaming Dolly. Next time I'm in the club, I'm screaming out Lunacola. <laughs> <laughs> also, one of the dumbest Pokemon. 
the first time I, I don't know it's a was... pineapple duck that wears a sombrero can i get my check please so that's like the third part the of the clock. evolution so like you catch them when they're like oh, level three the pineapple and, the sombrero. and then they don't turn into that shit to like level 50 so i've played conservatively 20 hours of the game with this little fucker and it turns into that the first time I played, I'm just like, I worked this hard for what now? <laughs> you just got Scientology to buy a Pokemon? <laughs> you get to that upper level, you're like, wait, what? <laughs> this is it? But it's too you're late now. Are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah. So uh, after trying trying to drink away the thoughts of their bartender, Ludicolo, um, yeah, they're going over with that. It's like, oh, yeah, Harry, oh, I, I guess you didn't know Harry's dead. He's like, no, he's not. We didn't find the body. He's alive. He faked his death, or somebody did. I don't yeah, know what. Put all together. Yeah. So they uh, they convince each other to like work together and you know find out what's going on, and uh, so then they go to the apartment and they uh, they see the I guess the room that was set aside for Tim that was set up like his childhood room and there's uh, pictures of his mom and so they cry about that for a little bit. <laughs> And then, uh, and then next morning they wake up. You know, Tim comes out. He's a little, he's a little groggy or whatever. And uh, holy shit, there's clues everywhere. Apparently, Pikachu's been going through and just the entire floor is just covered in I don't know random stacks of paper and stuff like. It's like no, no, no. It's a very intricate system I have going on here. There's, there's got to be a clue in here somewhere. But you know what? I have an idea. Let's go talk to that reporter chick. Pikachu! Good idea, Pikachu. Pikachu! <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we then go to like a, a commercial shoot with the Cliffords <laughs> where they're like, hey, join us on, I don't know, Dick Clark's Rockin' New Year's Eve or whatever. <laughs> what ending on this movie. It ends at Dick Clark's New Year's Rockin' Eve. <laughs> Pikachu Clark. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, there's a whole mishap, and Pikachu has to drop instead of a New Year's ball. Oh, there and, and light up Times Square. <laughs> he just probably watch it. He free falls down the post. Pikachu. <laughs> All the blast voices are popping off like champagne's. <laughs> Little acquaintance be <laughs> forgot. I like this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> so yeah, the, the reporter that girl is there. It's one they're trying to meet up with because the only reporter they know. And uh she's like asking the Cliffords about these reports of Pokemon attacks. And uh and basically the, the younger Clifford's basically like, look you need facts don't don't waste my time go away little girl basically yeah <laughs> and then yeah tim walks up like yeah that was a that was a pretty sick burn there um you need some ointment for that no uh <laughs> but it says like hey we need your help we're trying to figure out what's going on with these pokemon attacks and find out my, where my missing dad is and stuff it's like, oh, wait i have some information follow me in my office and it's like my office Back when I used to work at the hotel, an actual broom closet, like a closet with papers and stuff everywhere. <laughs> like okay, oh, memories. <laughs> and this is where we find out uh, that you know her her Psyduck, her her pet Pokemon or whatever, uh, explodes when it's stressed out. And I'm like, that's definitely not going to play in later, guys. So nope, I even mention it. At I was all. like, man, are we getting like a carry sequence? <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> 
So yeah, we find out uh, his dad, Harry, uh, had an informant out at the docks. Okay, cool. Oh, God damn it. Uh, and <laughs> the best part about this scene is when it's like, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll meet him tonight. But, uh, but you can't go. <laughs> but it's only like, it's dangerous to go alone. Like, well, luckily for me, I'm used to being alone at night. That sounded sexier in my head or something. <laughs> <laughs> I liked it. So then, uh, so then we something your wife would say to you. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Uh, So then we go to the docks, and uh, we meet Mister Mime, babe. What the Uh, fuck is a Mister Mime? uh, It's a mime. It's mime Pokemon, and they're the fucking worst. And then somehow the island variants are even scarier. I don't know. They're all terrible. Mr. Mime is annoying as fuck. Is this one also have pineapple and wearing a sombrero? No, no. This one looks like if you built a clown out of uh, like a Kinect set. (laughs) Mr. Mime, the Kinect clown, of course. I mean, it's cliche for a reason. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so Mr. Mime is the worst. Like (laughs) He popped up in one of the other Pokemon movies we watch and I was like, okay, that's just irritating as fuck. But uh, Ash's mom has a Mr. Mime. uh, That's right. That's right. I I gotta tell you guys, I loved Mr. Mime. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, (laughs) The interrogation scene is fucking hilarious. One of my favorite scenes in this movie. Mr. Mime is great. (laughs) I'm hearing hearing this Mr. Mime slander and I just don't see it. Maybe I need to play the games or something. Well, 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 take us away, Bobby. I, I I mean, they sit down, Mr. Mime, <laughs> and uh, and it's a classic, like you know, detective movie interrogation scene. But uh, obviously, he's a mime, and uh, as simplistic as that sounds, that slayed me. <laughs> uh, do you have some of the examples of the things he does too? Uh, yeah, he's basically like doing charades or whatever. Where yeah, it, it, like uh, basically like trying to figure it out, and he's like he, he's telling you to to shove it. Oh, oh, okay. All right, all right. That's how we're gonna play it. All right, there's like doing the good cop, bad cop thing. <laughs> Pikachu is the worst at this game, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Is it a jackal? It's a jackal. No, but <laughs> but then oh. uh, Tim starts uh, getting wise to it, and he's like, "All right, that's how you want to play." And then we get a scenario where he like opens an imaginary door, walks into the room where <laughs> Mime is, starts pouring gasoline yeah. all over him. Turns and I'm like, off an imaginary body cam. Yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> oh, yeah, there's no cameras in here, Mister Mime. I mean, I know we're just doing pantomime with a cartoon character, but I was like, "Whoa, wait a minute! Stop resisting arrest, Mister Mime!" Yeah, Jesus. <laughs> and uh, right before he's about to fucking barbecue <laughs> this the silent clown. Uh, he starts spilling the beans about the uh, the source of this chemi- chemical R being this place called the Roundhouse. Oh man! Uh, and then he accidentally drops an imaginary <laughs> match, and we end that scene. <laughs> so we never kill... see what happened to Mister Mime. They killed Mister Mime. <laughs> <You're right. laughs> we saw him murder a Pokemon in this movie. <laughs> I, I'm assuming this is the cut they had to make to take it from uh, you know R NC seventeen down to PG. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Mime legit burst into flames in that scene originally. Yeah. He he's still locked in an imaginary box as you see his skin melt off. <laughs> yeah, he got hard in that movie. 
like jesus christ <laughs> you just picture they're like we cannot release this i'm sorry <laughs> you have to cut this out and the, and the director is like no but tr- trust me i'm the shark tail guy <laughs> it's like a, it's like the end of cannibal holocaust they're just in that little private viewing room going burn the tape <laughs> george c scott screaming shut it off shut it off <laughs> Better movie, not gonna lie. Yeah. Uh, also, Pikachu still just says Pika. Pikachu, 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 Pikachu. <laughs> he just <laughs> melting and just goes Pikachu. <laughs> Closes his eyes and shakes for a second, like ooh. <laughs> Pika, Pika, Pikachu. Meanwhile, Ryan Reynolds is like, I will never get this out of my nightmares. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so yeah, so we go to the roundhouse, and uh, it's a nice little club where apparently they have some underground uh, Pokemon cage fighting going on. Yeah, love that. <laughs> yeah, and we get a, a first of uh, first match we see is a Gengar versus Blastoid or whatever. Blastoise. Blastoise, of course. Which is the Bulbasaur uh, all grown up, right? Uh, yes. No. Uh, Bla- sorry, Blastoise is what Squirtle turns into. Oh, pardon me. That's I, I pictured a Squirtle and said Bulbasaur. That's how much I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> and babe, what's what's a what's a Gengar? Like a ghost or something? Yeah, Gengar's the original ghost. So he starts out as Ghastly. Oh, <laughs> so he starts out as Ghastly, which is like a little ball with like farts coming out of him. <laughs> He's a ball yeah. of fart. He is a ball of fart, and then uh, then he <laughs> he falls into a shark. <laughs> yeah, basically, oh, and that's God. a haunter. I do not want to see Gengar. I didn't really <laughs> like their design on Gengar here. The rest of them were pretty good, but I was disappointed. But Gengar is one of my favorites. Was it a little too Slimer? Like, yeah, they were really, yeah. really trying to go for like Slimer. Yeah, and... the, the tongue wagon and stuff. I was like, does that happen in the games? <laughs> yeah, um, I mean, he does. Oh, okay. But like so, like that's Gengar in the game. Yeah, well, I I know your art at untidyvenus.etsy.com. You have a Gengar loves kittens. Yeah, I mean, like one of his uh one one of his main attacks is lick. It paralyzes the (laughs) opponent. By the way, that works in real life. (laughs) Yeah, it does. Super effective. Actually, that was something we learned in my women's self defense class. (laughs) If somebody's attacking you, like bite back with your tongue. Lick, like lick them and it will like freak them out usually what really? yeah because like so if you're being attacked the thing is to like just look for an opening to get away so like you know try and confuse them be like to create a moment of what the fuck are you doing yes yeah, so you could just get your get your ass out of there man you just look at him and start screaming, uh, Ludicolo is a pineapple wearing a sombrero. <laughs> like, hold on, pineapple wearing a sombrero. He's pulling out his phone, trying to like look it up. <laughs> <laughs> look, you guys laugh, but like the one time I thought I was really gonna get mugged walking home super late at night from the train, I started screaming at the top of my lungs the Mystery Science Theater 3000 song, and the guy stopped <laughs> following me and turned around and walked the other way. Didn't even have to get to the la la la. I never even got to the robot roll call. <laughs> oh my god, he'd have taken his own life at that point. <laughs> <laughs> I was on Carlson at like midnight, oh, coming home from Macy's. Wow. <laughs> I, I don't know how, how many times am I going to end up hearing a funny story about an almost assault that you. Had <laughs> <laughs> 
like, there's probably, a theme here. Like, I probably should have been assaulted a lot more and gotten out of it because I just God knows I deserved it. Stupid. One time, a guy, a guy did like stop me on the street and told me to give me give him my bag, and I threw my bag on the floor, the ground, and was like, "What? What are you gonna fucking do? You gonna get it? You gonna come take it? You gonna come get it, bitch?" it oh, didn't man. click. I was having a very bad day, and it didn't click in my head I was being robbed. It clicked in my head that I was being fucked with. Oh my god! And, and he just, just screamed, just... "Fucking crazy white chick!" and took off. And then I picked my bag up and continued on my way. When I met up with the people I was meeting up, they were like, "Holy <laughs> shit, you were getting robbed!" It's like, no, he was just fucking with you. me, right? And you reacted yeah. like you encountered a mountain lion. <laughs> Pretty much. Like, you're gonna fight me, bro. You're you gonna get big, me. you gotta get loud. You got Izzy's balls grew three sizes that day. <laughs> That's see, if you learned anything from this podcast, if you see a mountain lion, try and <laughs> tell you it's yelling at you're gonna fight throw, it. Throw down your purse and be like, What you gonna do about it, pussy? And I love this like react like you're a Viking idea of this. Get, get bigger and ever just like ah the horn of battle has sounded my friend yeah, that's <laughs> right literally draw that line in the sand and say come across the bitch is there no one else look just don't don't fuck with a girl who's been having a bad day she'll no fucking kidding. fight back i like that you want it come and take it <laughs> come and claim it <laughs> yeah exactly I think I was like like a few really? steps away from like I will eat your fucking children. <laughs> you were you were cutting like a pro wrestling promo, like you laid the belt down on the middle of the ring. <laughs> this Sunday purse snatcher. <laughs> I didn't know he was a purse snatcher. <laughs> oh yes. <laughs> Just thought he was an asshole fucking with me because people have been fucking with me all day, and I was over it. Oh my god. Then she finishes off with, and you're not getting a refund. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> so. Seems to be on a bad retail day. Oh, yeah. Do you think anybody's stealing my purse? <laughs> <laughs> Those days she comes up with more purses than she left. The real thing is, even if they did come and take your purse as they're running away, you'd be like, joke's on you, bitch, it's empty. Right. Oh, it's like in Muppets uh, Take Manhattan when Piggy gets purse snatched, it's just full of, like, paper. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like from the department store. <laughs> I hope you like a spent tampon and some smokes <laughs> and a moldy sandwich I forgot to take out of there, fucker. That person for show. <laughs> Man, so look at that. You guys have a new theme song. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, can you guys play that that audio bit at the beginning of every episode? I'm an idiot. That's the bottom one. <laughs> uh, so yeah, Pokey Battles. Um <laughs> Oh, yeah, we're at the, the Pokemon Fight Club. That's right. Nobody talks about it. That's why we talk about other stuff. Uh, no, but uh, <laughs> yeah, basically, I guess, like, the DJ or the owner of the club, I'm not sure which comes down, is like, hey, Pikachu, you got a lot of nerve showing your face around here. You know, that kind of thing. Pika. <laughs> yeah. And uh, basically, he's like, hey, you beat my Charizard last time. I want a rematch. 
And if you uh, somehow beat my Charizard, I'll give you that information you're walking around here talking about. I don't know, whatever. Uh, yeah, Pikachu's pretty confident about it. Yeah, yeah, he's like, hey, if I beat this guy once, I can beat him again. Yeah, but, uh, but this Charizard has got a little trick up his sleeve. The owner pulls out some of that sweet lady R and uh, right up the nose. And he's then... <laughs> But then we get a nice little scene where, uh, you know, Pikachu's scared shitless because he sees this, you know, roided out <laughs> fucking, uh, uh, I, I don't know, fast zombie version of a Charizard. Right. And he's like, I want to get out of here. And uh, Tim's like, no, no, no. Let's talk about strategy. Okay. You're an electric rat and he's a fire dragon or something. Uh, let's uh, try to use your thunderbolt. He's he's fi- fire and flying and flying is weak to electric. Okay. Oh, Okay. All yeah, right. technically Charizard's not a dragon. Oh, okay. Time out. What? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. In the games, Charizard's sad not... thing did he use to be? He... He's just no, fire breathing he... wings. Is that what you're gonna say? Because yeah, he's a he he's a little fire lizard, and then he gains the ability to fly. In the in the very first games, there were uh, there was only one family of dragons, and it was uh Dratini who turns into Dragonite who or uh who turns into Dragonair, who turns into Dragonite. And they were like some of the rarest and there was only like one true dragon. Now, and Dragonite then... is Pokemon Dolomite, right? Yeah, yes. right. Okay. <laughs> he's the one who looks like Derpy Charizard yeah. with the little antennas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You start out as Dolomite, you evolve to Petey Wheatstraw, and then you become Disco Godfather. Yeah, that's perfect. See, you get see? it. Somewhere Man, in there I, I is also human tornado. Yeah, yeah, human tornadoes. Well, isn't that one of his abilities? Effect. Yeah, it's his attack. It's, it's the most effective thing he has. <laughs> <laughs> I love this idea. <laughs> Dolomite, I choose you. And he comes out and just starts roasting the other Pokemon. Oh, shit, Bobby, I got it. We got to have a, a grinding Pokemon thing where it's like the evolutions of like Linda Blair and Cameron Mitchell oh, yeah. and Leo we, need to work on that. <laughs> we We can make this a thing. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> See, I've already turned you guys into Pokemon fans. Didn't take much, it turns out. <laughs> I think our hearts wanted to be. See, we start off as a demon cop, and then we evolve to a maniac cop, and then it goes to a samurai cop. Right? We become a karate cop. What happens <laughs> yeah, to your axe cop? cop? Yeah. <laughs> uh, coming soon. Uh, on the bin. Uh, <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, so uh, so the start the the, the battle begins, and, and I feel like most of the budget went into this Charizard. Yeah, I mean, it, it was it, definitely it, the thing in the uh, in the trailer where I was like, "Oh shit, this might be a legit movie." <laughs> yeah, you know that definitely not a dragon that's about to swallow Pikachu. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, there's a little battle, and uh, apparently uh, Pikachu forgot how to use his powers. Um, or he has, you know, some sort of like power ED or something. Like, hey, I'm just, I swear this never happens. Oh, no. Because uh, he's lost his memory, so he forgot how to tap into it. Uh, okay. This episode yeah, yeah, is brought sense. to you by Blue Achoo. <laughs> <laughs> Use that promo code Bloody uh, or Bits <laughs> Bits Twenty. Oh, oh man, so you, you have listeners you. that don't also listen to the Bloody Bits Horror Show, and that sounded strange as hell to them. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> they're looking up what blue chooses right now thinking it's a fucking pokemon and they're like wait a minute <laughs> I this isn't a pikachu you. evolve <laughs> but like you a, were saying he's uh he's got some performance anxiety about his uh his attacks yeah and uh yeah so charizard like slaps him around a little bit gets him in a corner he's just about to finish him off with his fire breath 
and then Tim goes running into the ring and like, I don't know, stomps on his tail or something. And I'm like, <laughs> ballsy, stupid, but ballsy. <laughs> <laughs> and what I can't help but think about in this moment is the people who were betting on this fight. Oh yeah, they're they're like, oh man, what a nightmare that night the rest of the night is now for the people <laughs> handling all the bets. We have a disqualification on one of the fights. <laughs> yeah, where's uh where's that referee Mike Wood when you need him? The stickler. Senior referee Mike Stickler needs to call this one down the middle. It's like, no, 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 no to Charizard. You're disqualified. Yep, he wins. <laughs> but uh yeah, they go uh, you rub- can't do that. There's gotta be some rules, right? There's <laughs> gotta be something in the book. <laughs> Yeah, so they are they're running around Thunderdome or whatever. They're chasing around, and uh, they end up knocking out the owner guy, and uh, he spills a shit ton of uh, R that he had in his coat or whatever. And all the Pokemon in the building start going fucking nuts. And, this and I'm like, all right, twenty eight days later. Yes, I if this were directed by Eli Roth, <laughs> right? Oh, we'd be seeing Pokemon eating people at that point. <laughs> yeah, it would be but it's, it's pg so they like i don't know chase them off or like run after where we we see we actually see a bunch of people get like tackled like off of stairs and shit but then it's like what happened i don't know they just kind of disappeared after that uh, <laughs> fun stuff um <laughs> oh yeah pikachu like throws like a magic cart to like stop uh oh that um, was pretty cool yeah <laughs> he's like sometimes it usually works there's just a fish just flopping on the ground like <laughs> Okay, I guess he's not ready yet. <laughs> but, he just needs a little push. Damn yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. But then eventually Magikarp does do something and there's like a giant wave that comes across and just washes out the whole club. Oh, that's after he turns into Gyarados. Oh, that's right. Okay, that's yeah, what Magikarp... He, like, he okay. just keeps flopping around the ring. <laughs> yeah. While they keep trying to outrun the Charizard and then he turns into Gyarados because then the, uh, the Charizard gets all scared. And if you were to describe Gyarados, would you call it a sea dragon? Yeah, pretty much. He's a sea dragon. Okay. Although technically, <laughs> Not a he's, water he's a seawater. And, he's water and flying. Oh, which means okay. he's four times weak to electricity. That's how you beat a Gyarados, guys. You just electrocute him. <laughs> in case you encounter one in the wild, Steve. Right? Have your taser ready. Yeah, <laughs> this was another one of those scenes that really charmed me as a as a Pokemon layman myself. I was like, oh, I've seen the stupid fish thing, yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then it turned into that. I was like, oh. <laughs> yeah. I was like, damn, I think I like this character. Yeah, uh, but yeah, yeah. So the giant wave wash, washes out the club basically, and of course, waiting outside, you got the cops and Lieutenant Yoshida saying, "You're under arrest." Yep. Magma, guys, roll credits. What do we think of Detective <laughs> Pikachu and his vigilante justice? <laughs> I like that it ended with an upholding of the rules. <laughs> Good old stickler Yoshida. <laughs> yeah, so then, uh, yeah, they go back to the, the police department or whatever, and they're like, no, my dad's not dead, and there's this chemical aura that's going around, and, you know, you might have missed the first half of the movie, so I'm catching you up. <laughs> I love those moments in movies where he's just like, let me just tell you what's happened so far in this film. But then, uh, but then Yoshida's like, well, here's the thing, though. I didn't want to show you this, but uh, here's video of your dad dying. Yeah. <laughs> and, <laughs> and we see the car crash and the car, like, flipping off of the bridge. And it's like, yeah, nobody could have survived that. He's gone. And uh, <laughs> he is. That's a donut. 
And then, yeah, what happens from there? Uh, yeah, so they're like walking out of the police department and we get a little backstory about why he's not with his dad again. And uh, <laughs> for the people who just got here. Yeah, I, I should have just stayed with him. If that, then none of this would have happened. He definitely wouldn't have still just been assigned this because this was his job. And uh... well, Pikachu reassures him. Pika, Pika. <laughs> well, you got a good point there, Pikachu. Yeah, I will okay, continue on with our search. Yeah. <laughs> and, and then uh, a, a definite bad guy limousine car drives up, oh, and. Yeah. Uh, Pikachu. Basically, what I've written down is Outwalk's uh, hit girl. Oh, totally. <laughs> and uh, uh, yeah, this, uh, this lady uh, basically is like motions to get in and takes him to the, see the Cliffords. And... Oh, and she's wearing sunglasses. This is very important. Oh, yes, yes. Later. Yeah, yeah. Cool lady, a nice little pantsuit and everything, wearing glasses and a little uh, chauffeur hat and stuff like that. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> so, then, so then we go see the Cliffords and uh we see Bill Nighy and he's uh evolving a Flareon I have written down. Is that correct? Yeah, turning okay. Eevee into Flareon. And there you go. And is there a problem when you're forcing evolution? No, so Eevees are um they're the genetic Pokemon. They look like a cute little fox, they're really cute, That's and they can one. turn into eight different forms depending on how you treat them or what object you use on them. So a lot Man. of Pokemon, <laughs> yeah. if you Dang. expose them to certain stones, they'll evolve. So like <laughs> Pikachu evolves when you expose him to a thunderstone. He turns into Raichu. <laughs> 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 Grow up, Steve. There, I said it. Jesus Christ. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so yeah, he uses a, uh, a Firestone on an EV. He turns into Flareon. Damn. If he's a Waterstone on him, he turns into Vaporeon. If he's a Thunderstone on him, he turns into uh, Jolteon. Those are the original three evolutions. Has that changed? Oh, I'm, I'm uh, they just my, added, they added more. So they added more of them. So as the game sort of got more advanced because the systems got more advanced uh in later generations your poke you could become you could increase your friendship levels with pokemon so if you increase your friendship levels and uh to max and you level them uh, ev up during the day he turns into the psychic pokemon uh oh my god i'm blanking on his espion uh, and if you have max uh, friendship levels and you level him up at night, he becomes the dark Pokemon, Umbreon. And then later you can interact with a um, an ice rock and he becomes <laughs> Glaceon. Or you can interact with a mossy rock and he will turn into Leafeon. <laughs> oh, and then in the, the newest I think the writers ones, already did that. If you feed him a bunch of treats and make him your friend, you can turn him into the trans pride Pokemon. Oh my god, what's his name? I forgot, but he has bows and he's he's totally the trans pride Pokemon. Oh my god. That's cute. I like the idea of telling I, I want to start telling people to increase their friendship level. Yeah. Right. So, so babe, uh, settle a bet with me. Is is there such thing as like a reverse evolution? Like once you've been involved, it, it, goes back down and that's called a babality unfortunately no honey sylveon sylveon is and he's the fairy pokemon interesting (laughs) (laughs) and they're 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 referred to by the fandom as evolutions now that's not official it's not canon that's something the fans like to say i mean i think at this point pokemon's just accepted it 
Like if okay. you just Google, if you Google evolutions, <laughs> it comes up. Man. And how do you spell evolutions? E E V E L U T I O N. Oh, that's one too many E's. I thought it was going to, I was trying to link evil can evil to this somehow. Uh, <laughs> an evolution. Seems he never evolved. Ah, uh, sadly, no. He's the anti Pokemon. <laughs> As we've always known him to be. <laughs> it's a cliche for a reason. Uh, so man, where are we at in the movie? Yeah, where are we at? Oh, yeah, okay. So they're meeting up with the Cliffords. <laughs> yeah, they're meeting up with the big red dogs. No, it's uh, Bill Nye, and uh, we get our first of many twists where uh, Mr. Clifford's like, oh, no, your dad totally worked for me. We were trying to find out where the source of this chemical R is coming from because, you know, it's, it's <sighs> making the Pokemon violent and attacking people. Yeah, I think my son might be behind it. Uh, he's been super mad at me ever since I was like, I love Pokemon and he was a kid and was like, man, I wish I had a dad. Yep. And then the next <laughs> line he says is like, oh yeah, and he's got control of like the police and politicians and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, no, that's you. <laughs> and what? so I'm instantly like, uh, okay, <laughs> wait a minute. <laughs> you're, you're the rich guy. You're the rich white in this situation. <laughs> Not your son. But yeah, anyway. <laughs> Spoilers? We'll see. <laughs> But, uh, but he does say, well, uh, your dad, Harry, is alive, though, so it's going to be cool. And then he pulls out this holographic protraction of a car just ripping through yeah. the fucking right. place, not telling anybody. <laughs> and blasting, exploding, He's like, as you can see in this holographic projection. <laughs> here's the what happened. That, that you felt claimed your father's life. <laughs> yes. I want you to stand in the middle of it as it happens. Yeah. <laughs> Learn about death. But here's what happened after the crash. Notice his lifeless body lying on the ground when <laughs> next to the Pikachu that you are standing next to now, but without the funny hat. And <laughs> yeah, then, uh, thank you. This clears everything up. Yeah, exactly. And then notice this godlike cat creature with bunny wings flying down <laughs> with a long tail for some reason. And uh, basically sucking up your dad's soul and flying off. This is Mewtwo, the most powerful Pokemon. And I'm like, but where did he take my dad? Yeah, so yeah. Drink my dad. <laughs> okay, he was alive until he was vaporized by a flying cat rabbit thing. <laughs> flying cat rabbit. <laughs> oh, and then apparently it wiped Pikachu's memory. Why would it do that? Fuck if I know. <laughs> Pikachu knows too much. Yeah, so it's all right. There we go. Um, so after that meeting, they go to meet up with uh, Lucy, the little reporter chick, um, at a cafe. And at first they're trying to be sneaky, by, like doing the whole different booths thing. But then it's like, this, this isn't casual. Let's just just sit here and talk about it. No, <laughs> I, I was waiting for him to go, Dodson. We got Dodson here. See, nobody cares. Yeah, no, he's smoother than that. She tries to hand him uh, all of the clues like in a folder and he knocks it all over the fucking bar. Uh, like head You could have other. saved them, Mr. Police. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, basically they find out like, oh yeah, there's this uh, secret lab, a PCL genetic research lab or something out in the middle of nowhere. Uh, but until like last week when there was a giant explosion that night that your dad disappeared, you know, <laughs> we could watch the video again if you'd like. It's like no, no, thanks. Like, <laughs> He's I already rewinding it. It's it's been playing nonstop on our news channel for the last twenty eight yeah, yeah, hours. Yeah, I've I've seen it. I've caught it. I've 
I've yeah. watched this a few times now. Uh, so, so yeah, then they decide, yeah, hey, we should go check it out. Cool. So they drive out there. You know, they use the little uh, the little wire snips or whatever on the fence to get it past the fences. Yeah, so they get inside the lab, and uh, yeah, they find out. Oh my god, they've been experimenting on Pokemon's Woo! and forcing evolution upon them and stuff like that. And that does sound pretty horrifying, given the circumstances of this universe that we're in. Right. So, so yeah, it kind of ties into the whole uh, Mewtwo story, which is Pokemon the first movie. Yeah. Where they yeah they 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 take them and try to just make them stronger and uh, more like subdued to their command or whatever you know trying to make like super pokemon soldiers almost yeah for sure yeah the super pokemon serum yeah 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 guys kid stuff you know you you guys act like this doesn't happen but the government's been trying to control dolphins for like 50 years well you know you got to perfect that taste so it's so good (laughs) on right bread well, you got to use them in a plot to assassinate the president (laughs) fuck yeah i love that movie (laughs) was that george c scott in that Sure was. Yes. And a young Paul Sorvino and George Herman. Incredible. <laughs> That's Day of the Dolphin, Academy Award winning film. Yeah. <laughs> Back when Academy Awards meant something. That's right. <laughs> right. <laughs> Thanks, Take Suicide Squad. <laughs> from me. Uh, so, uh, where are we? Oh, yeah. So, uh, yeah. So they're walking around all of a sudden. They, uh, I don't know, hear a alarm coming. Uh, oh yeah, we see we see uh, bad guys are on the way because uh, you know they're starting to figure things together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's Greninjas in like tanks, but they look weird. And there's Torteras, which I love. Torteras, they're really cool. They're big turtles with things growing off their back, and it's like giant Torteras. These just look regular size. Well, whatever. Yeah. This will never come up again. Nope, <laughs> it will not matter. And then the bad guys uh, remotely release the Greninjas. Steve, <gasps> what is a Greninja? Uh, it's a ninja uh-huh. and a gremlin. It's a frog. Was it a frog? Okay. <laughs> yeah. Frog I didn't get a frog. <laughs> his, his tongue is like a weird ninja scarf that wraps around its neck. It's, it's a battle toad. It's a battle yes! toad. Yes. <laughs> Hell yeah. It's a battle toad before the steroids. <laughs> <laughs> it's the first form of a battle toad. When does it evolve into a battle toad? <laughs> I believe it's called yoking. <laughs> <laughs> it's a cut scene in the last video game. You got to get to it. <laughs> yeah. So the yeah. So they're released. Um. But yeah, they make it to the main lab. Uh, Tim and Pikachu do anyway. And uh, they see uh, another one of these hologram projections of the opening of the movie when Mewtwo was escaping and blowing up the scientists, uh, the <laughs> the whole center. But uh, but also the lab is still completely intact. So I was a little confused at how everything was working perfectly fine when the events of the hologram happen. Yeah, that's odd. I don't yeah. really get that. Yeah, kids show. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But uh, yeah, they, they start figuring out, oh yeah, the CRMR just makes all the Pokemon go wild. And and a- apparently my dad was working for them and he's the one that actually captured Mew so they could experiment and make Mew too. But my dad wouldn't work for an evil corporation like that. It's not like he likes money. Yeah, no, he's <laughs> a cop. He doesn't like there's, money. There's never been a dirty cop. Ever. Nope. No? See, what did your dad do? He was a good cop. 
He was a good cop. But there were definitely a lot of powdered sugar at the parties when we would go to again. <laughs> they love powdered sugar and mirrors. Look, you can flush it down the toilet or there's other ways of getting why rid would, of it. That's all why, I'm saying. Why would we want to put dump that into the water system? That's so bad for the water table. Yeah. Sounds like a plot from Batman. I wouldn't do that. Right? They could have dumped cocaine in the water system. Oh, somebody think about the sewer gators. <laughs> do you want coked out sewer gators? <laughs> do you want coked out sewer gators? Because that's how you get coked out with sewer gators. Oh, you <laughs> Babe, you know the coked up animal I want and can't wait for that movie to come out. Yeah, coked up grizzly. <laughs> oh, Paddington 4. <laughs> oh, oh no, it's a real movie coming out. I, I Based forget. on a true story. Yep. <laughs> what? Yeah. Oh, uh, there's a coming I, I out of a grizzly bear that gets into some cocaine. Yeah, yeah, ba- yeah. Basically, there was like a you know a, a drug plane or something that crashed or whatever. Yeah, it was and like the, an like, organ or something. Yeah. And then they they found first they found like the opened packages and all the cocaine had been ingested by something. Something. And then oh, they found a dead grizzly bear with like like eighty kilos of cocaine <laughs> in its stuff. Oh, poor thing. But what's the movie then? Have they fictionalized the account of what the bear did? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I'm assuming he was coked out from a party at a nearby small town in rural Oregon. Damn. <laughs> now, what's the tone of this movie? Is this a horror film, or is, are we doing a, a bear having a real good time before an OD died? Are you are you looking it up? Yeah, Izzy's looking yes. up the details. I just know the the basic premise, but I'm not. Right they're just, they're just there in sunglasses. It's Elizabeth Banks produced. They're just calling it. Oh, a that's true, right. She's directing they're it. Calling that's it right. A true crime saga. Okay. <laughs> From the director of yet another Charlie's Angels movie comes coked out by grizzly bear. <laughs> All right, here we go. The story of cocaine bear starts with a body in a driveway. <laughs> Andrew Carter Thornton II had been a paratrooper, a police officer, and a lawyer before turning into a drug smuggle before turning to drug smuggling, moving loads of cocaine into the US from Columbia and his Cessna 404. Uh, I believe it's before he evolved into yes. cocaine and wings. Yeah. Right. That ended on September 11th, 1985. Never forget. Never forget. When police discovered <laughs> oh, Thornton's shit, dead body in a driveway in Knoxville, Tennessee. Man. He was heavily armed, wearing a bulletproof vest, <laughs> carrying thousands of dollars and 77 pounds of cocaine. Wait, the Later bear? valued at 14 million <laughs> in a duffel bag strapped around his waist. He had apparently died when his parachute failed to open after he jumped from his plane, which authorities <laughs> later discovered about 60 miles away and identified using a key on Thornton's body. Thornton had directed the aircraft towards the Atlantic Ocean and had set it on autopilot before making his ill-fated jump. But Thornton but, has it but, turned By out. the way, with the landing, there's a cocaine mushroom cloud. Right. <laughs> Thornton, as it turned out, though, wasn't the only casualty from his final smuggling run. In November of 1985, a hunter discovered a dead 175-pound black bear in a national forest nearby. There was a duffel bag that had originally contained roughly 75 pounds of cocaine. Unfortunately, the apparent the animal had apparently gotten into the blow and overdosed. <laughs> the authorities later deduced the sordid scene lay directly in the Cessna's flight path. Soon the bear story will be immortalized on film. Called Cocaine Bear, Cocaine. a character-driven thriller inspired by the true events that took place oh, in Kentucky. <laughs> I'm still choosing to picture this bear at sunglasses. 
<laughs> uh, the bear was dubbed both Cocaine Bear and Pablo Escobar by the headlines. Pablo <laughs> <laughs> uh, Escobar. <laughs> and uh, people have enjoyed since uh, thinking about what 75 pounds of cocaine would do to a 175 pound bear. Okay, I've, I've changed my answer. My favorite Pokemon is Escobar. Yeah. <laughs> Pablo, Pablo Escobar. Escobar. Yeah. <laughs> the, the cocaine black bear. <laughs> Man, I love this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, so what happens here? Uh, <laughs> shit. Where, oh, yeah, okay. So the dad uh, helped capture Mew, blah, blah, blah. So they uh, so they go to see Lucy with this new information. And, you know, having watching more people than his father died in an explosion in a holographic projection. Right? Uh, a traumatic movie for this kid. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, but Lucy's tied up with apparently the tongue of a frog ninja creature. Oh, no, like ninja! Yeah. And they're like, oh, no, how are we going to get out of here? They, like, pull the fire alarm and run. I'm like, yeah, that'll work. All right, cool. And <laughs> But, uh, but of course, the fire alarm and all the running and being chased by Battletoads. Uh, the <laughs> Psyduck, he's, uh, he's, he's getting a little stressed out. And, and he's about to blow. And then, then uh, Pikachu's, like, talking shit, like, yeah, yeah, go for it. Oh, my God, they're probably going to eat us alive. You should totally do this now. Do it now, now, now. Boom, psychic yep. fucking wave <laughs> like fucking gene gray just had a bad day Boom. amazing and everyone for a mile at radius just vaporized yeah <laughs> pretty cool. yeah, gr- yeah greninja's vaporized and like trees <laughs> got blown over but the people just right there at the epicenter skeletons. not even bad hearing not even a ringing in their ears <laughs> weirdly just fine everything else like there's been shadows burned into walls. <laughs> right? Yeah. But nope, they were safe in their own little refrigerators of power or something. <laughs> oh, yeah. P- Pikachu has to jump into a little fridge. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then, okay, it was like, okay, so yeah, they have no ill effects. Yeah, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Then the world starts folding in on itself inception style. And I'm like, okay, maybe there are some side effects to what just happened. <laughs> like, what just happened to me? <laughs> it was at this time the drugs began to take hold. Yeah. Cocaine bear! <laughs> oh, no. I'm with you, cocaine bear. <laughs> I started to really question the things I've been Pikachu in on the last 30 minutes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, so we see like mountains basically folding in on themselves, earthquakes, landslides, all kinds Dogs of shit and going cats on. Living together, mass hysteria. And I have no idea what's going on. Nobody does. <laughs> and now, does this happen in the Pokemon games, Izzy? <laughs> there aren't giant Toteras yet. What? <gasps> yeah, basically, we find the mountains that were surrounding this remote location were giant. Tortugas? Torteras. Torteras. Tortillas. Oh, land turtles, right? Yeah. Yes, because Terra, Terra Fermont. And Tortugas. That's when we discover that this entire movie has been taking place inside a Pokeball. (gasps) (gasps) Inside the tier of a Pokemon that also uh, brings people back from the dead. (laughs) It's a thing. Look it up. (laughs) Spoilers. Surprise! That's not a bigger element of this movie. Next, you're gonna scream, "Soiling green as people." 
uh see what happens here oh yeah so yeah the the giant turtle things are making the world shift and they're jumping from cliff face to cliff face to survive and it's a pretty uh wild scene yeah yeah it's pretty sweet actually and then yeah basically it all ends with them falling off of a giant turtle shell at the end and splashing into a, a river and it's like oh yeah cool they're fine and no pikachu effect. gets hit with a rock oh that's right he does get hurt yes which Pikachu's are weak to ground. They're weak to blunt force. <laughs> Aren't we all? To ground, like <laughs> Aren't we all from high enough to drop? So Pikachu's can electrocute all the fish and all the birds, but you throw a rock at them and it takes them down. That's true of most animals. Yeah. <laughs> right? Right between the eyes. Boop. Yeah, why aren't grand Pokemon more powerful? Because they're susceptible to, I don't know, water? Or heart, what, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Water and grass Pokemon. <laughs> Squirtle and a bar- Bulbasaur could have taken out all those Torteras. That's why those Bulbasaurs that are coming up next are uh, are perfectly fine. Huh. Yep. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, but but Pikachu's not fine. And so uh we get we get a scene of uh Tim talking to a Bulbasaur and basically like, I need I need help, I need I need a healing Pokemon. Will you please help me? The Bulbasaur is like <laughs> and and uh, uh, I think the girl was like, "Hey, he doesn't understand you." Like, no, he knows what I mean, and that's what's important. It's called subtext. And, no, I don't. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, eventually, uh, the Bulbasaur just kind of wanders off. It's like, oh no, my, my friend's gonna die. But then, like a hundred Bulbasaurs come back, and they're like, it's a pretty emotional like, moment. Not gonna lie. Yeah. Now, granted, I was on drugs at the time, but I got a little teary eyed. Oh, the, yeah. The next couple of minutes where like basically these Bulbasaurs are like carrying Pikachu and everybody <laughs> off to the magical like land. A, a Christ metaphor with Pikachu. Yeah. And fucking mushrooms are coming up out of the ground and flying around. I'm like, yep, that's about right. Yep. Yeah, Stephen Wolf right. starts playing. <laughs> I like to change. <laughs> And then, the, and then they lay Pikachu's body on a sacrificial rock, and I'm like, wait a minute, is this going to be Cannibal Holocaust again? <laughs> they're going to cut his heart out. <laughs> and then they're going to take apart a Squirtle. <laughs> and the, the little little fairy mushrooms are called Morlul. Morlul. Yeah, so they're like morels, but they lull you. Okay. Morel. Oh, look at that. That's clever. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, yeah, Pikachu's on the sacrificial rock, and who comes to take him to the next world but Mewtwo himself? Oh, oh my god, how is this possible? I thought he was a heel. <laughs> oh, and then Mewtwo's like, good, just like we talked about, you brought the sun. What What? What the fuck are you talking about? You brought the sun, as we agreed. I, I, I have no idea what he's talking about, Tim. Pika Pika, bye. Pika Pika so long Uh, but we get a flashback to you know when Mewtwo um, uh, you know flashback to when Mewtwo came in I don't know absorbed the dad or whatever and he drank his father yeah and then uh, wiped his memory and was like no you're gonna bring the sun it's gonna be cool but then Mewtwo is attacked by drones and like held in some sort of like electric net you might say as is the ultimate weapon and (laughs) I was not prepared. And, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so he gets captured and taken away by the bad guys. 
And I don't know, something about Pikachu betraying Harry, but he's like, no, I, I, I don't think I did. I don't know why I would have. Um, but, or, or no, that's right. Pikachu's bummed because he goes, oh, I, I betrayed my partner. I'm a, I'm a horrible person. And Tim's like, well, no, not really, but you, you should still help me so we can get this all figured out. <laughs> <laughs> so they uh, go back to Rhyme City just in time for the Pokemon parade, uh, you know, celebrating, uh, I don't know, uh, what's the hope day or whatever it is on the christmas special it's a life day life, life day, life That's day. Steve, it's the celebration of uh karate and friendship for everyone ah yes oh that's great and good morning america's there they got footage of the whole parade yeah and uh and lucy's running up to the nearest report she can find be like oh my god i've got breaking news it's uh it's about you know the cliffords are there uh, doing experiments on pokemon that's great squeedy why don't you go get me some coffee you're the intern, right? Yeah. Man. <laughs> and uh and, and Pikachu, he's he's wandered off because you know Tim and Lucy are trying to save the day. And uh Ryan Reynolds singing the Pokemon song in a somber tone is incredible. The tone I wanted for the whole film, honestly. <laughs> I gotta catch them all. <laughs> I know it's my destiny. That's that's a good point, Izzy. I want to see that scene too, where we only hear the Pika. Pika, 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 uh wait they're greninja stars steve that's right greninjas must have done it it wasn't mewtwo at all so wait those what <laughs> those dastardly battle toads were behind all this yeah so howard clifford knew about all this a lot oh my Whoa. god we then cut howard clifford and tim gets there just in time to see howard transfer his mind into mewtwo holy shit he's a chappy now yeah Fantastic. i was cackling at this point Yep. You see the kiss to become a Pokemon. <laughs> it's the only true evolution of the human being. It's yeah. to become one with the Pokemon. Yep. <laughs> and then he starts uh, you know, monologuing and filling in all the holes for Tim, like, oh, so you see, what I did from the beginning was bullshit everybody, and uh, you know. <laughs> but uh but yeah, basically, uh, he reveals his ultimate plan is, oh, yeah, you see all those Pokemon balloons out there? They're filled with that R-gas. And it's going to turn... <laughs> Apparently, I'm the Joker now. Exactly. <laughs> I'm going to turn everyone into that Pokemon. <laughs> I'm surprised he didn't do a money, money, money. Come on hubba, down, hubba, everybody. Hubba. He's playing Trust by Prince. <laughs> Yo, shit, that would be great. <laughs> <laughs> Red and green. <laughs> Peak of man. <laughs> uh, no, yeah, it's so, Pokemon, obviously. God damn it. Yeah, Pokemon. You're just taking Pokemon <laughs> to the party man song. <laughs> Pokemon. <laughs> so, so yeah, the plan is to release this Argas so then all humans will minds will transfer into Pokemons and that's the plan. I love it. Yeah. I wanted it to succeed. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> On a whole movie in that universe. 
And then basically it just turns Pokemon, uh, all the Pokemon into, uh, so they can all talk like Ryan Reynolds, roll credits. Guys, what do we think of Poke World <laughs> Domination or whatever? Dominion, <laughs> whatever the fuck it is. But that's Poke not World what Domination would be amazing. What? What? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> well, okay. So that's not what happens. He definitely sprayed the crowd with the R. And uh, basically, yeah, all the humans get zapped into the Pokemon. They get like and sucked then, into their Pokemon. Yeah, it just kind of it's turn- like a shunting. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just turn oh, God, into it just a- turns into body horror at the very yeah. last scene. Everyone's just melding into their Pokemon. Oh, Steve- it goes full Cronenberg. Yeah, Steve was worried that's where it was going. Like at first, he's like, "Where are their bodies?" It's like, "Oh, I think they're just getting dissolved into the Pokemon." He was like, "Oh." <laughs> Fucked up his whole day when he said that. <laughs> Their am bodies are dissolving into the Pokemon. Yeah. Am I going to see something more terrifying than Ludicolo in about 30 seconds? <laughs> All right, Steve. Are you going to go into one of the rats? Into Cameron? <laughs> no. Nope. Over Pickle? Nope. <laughs> the two nope. of the home. No. <laughs> that's that's got to be a backstory to a Pokemon, right? <laughs> Just couldn't take being an accountant anymore, two in the dome, and he became Ludicolo. Yeah, that, that's how you become Yon Mask. <laughs> the ghost with the, the face of the face mask. Oh, yeah. Jesus. Steve's just uh, like, hot jokes on you. I could just kill myself. Yeah. <laughs> like, and of course, you're like, that's a Pokemon. <laughs> so, and yeah, Pikachu comes back. Uh, he's like trying to like zap balloons and stuff to save everybody, but uh, Mewtwo. Here, you know, here's it down the hallway or whatever. No, you know, down the street and is like, oh, what the hell? And uh, so then, yeah, we get this uh, this nice little fight scene where Pikachu is like jumping from balloon to balloon, and it's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. and Mewtwo's just you know blowing shit up. And uh, meanwhile, Tim's still in the office, like with the uh, <laughs> the uh, Bill Nye's body hooked, you know, hooked up to the Pokemon thing. And uh, he's like going through the closets for whatever reason. I don't know. I assume looking for a weapon. Um, and out comes the son, Roger. <laughs> he's all tied up and shit. And like, whoa, 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 whoa. And wait, as, aren't you over there? And we see uh, what we thought was Roger wearing shades. And he takes the shades off. <gasps> no. It was a ditto. Oh my god! Oh the my ditto hey, what face. the fuck is a ditto? Ditto, ditto <laughs> is a very cute little Pokemon who can turn into other Pokemon except for the faces. He keeps his cute little smiley face. This is an abomination oh, against God. Yeah. Which and they That's say like, oh, hard. this is a genetically altered ditto. It's one of my dads. Quick, kill it. Stomp <laughs> it out. <laughs> so basically, ditto is Shang Tsung, but with the face of Kirby. Pretty much, yeah, yeah. It's okay. Kirby's face. He's a All little right. uh, blob of the stuff. Things. Can we go back and change Mortal Kombat? <laughs> <laughs> so Ditto's can only turn into the Pokemon in in their games that's directly in front of them, and they learn the moves of the Pokemon that's directly in front of them. But they still have the regular Ditto stats, so they're actually not very good. Huh. Neat idea, though. Yeah, but they're super cute and like. Of the Pokemon like merch, I being a big fan, I actually don't have that much merch, but the merch I do have, almost all of it is Ditto Face. <laughs> <laughs> now, I, I, I had a question about the end of this movie that we're in right now. Um, how much time did Bill Nye have to just sit still like he's unconscious? <laughs> yeah, I, 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 right? I assume only as long as it took for them to make the uh, <laughs> the mannequin. 
<laughs> I, I want to believe that, like a stage show, he had to just lay there the whole time. Yeah, yeah, like four days of shooting this uh, this next fight scene that's gonna happen. He's just lying there, like, all yeah. right, if I start snoring, somebody wake me. All right, the continuity people have to make sure he's laying exactly like he was yesterday. Yeah, at least give him an ambium and ha- tell him to have a good time. <laughs> yeah. That's the sequel to Cocaine Bear, is Ambient Bear, right? <laughs> Yeah. Uh, so yeah, whatever. Yeah, but the fight ensues. Uh, Tim gets like knocked out the way. He's like hanging out the window, like, oh shit, I'm gonna die. Pikachu, help me. And uh, yeah, so he's calling for Pikachu. Uh, yeah, Roger like ends up like killing Ditto by like I don't know, fucking braining him or something. Like <laughs> he just bashes his head in. Yeah, bashes head so hard he flies out the window and plummets. 80 stories or some shit. Yeah, he goes out turn... like the bad guy in Robocop. Yep. But see, save it for the sequel. He turned into a Pidgey and flew off. Oh. oh. <laughs> Damn it. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. Right now, yeah. Nope. Still alive and angry. And now jacked up on Argas. And ah. uh, like, you uh, two eventually like grabs a hold of Pikachu. And he's like, did you ever think you could beat me? And of course, Ryan Reynolds, I'm sorry, Pikachu is like, uh, no, I just had to distract you. And then he glances <laughs> over and sees Tim take the headset off of uh, <laughs> off of Bill Nye's corpse. <laughs> right? That's all it took. <laughs> he's looting the body. <laughs> checking the pockets. <laughs> but then Bill Nye goes, oh, no! <laughs> and... <laughs> And so you disconnect the neural link. So Bill Nye's a lot, or you know, back awake or whatever. And Mewtwo's corpse, I guess, falls to the ground. Uh, oh, no, that's right. He drops Pikachu, and Pikachu's falling because, you know, he's not electricity and wings, he's electricity and a rat. Well, and Mewtwo's like knocked out from his ordeal. So yeah. he's also falling. He's like, what the fuck just happened? Yeah. No. <laughs> but uh, so yeah, Pikachu's about to, you know, splat. We're about to get that super sad ending to a Pokemon movie we're all expected. Where the impact actually causes him to go off like a nuke. <laughs> Levels the city, the end. Just boom. Just see the big like EMP and then the mushroom. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's end up caught by Mewtwo at the last second. And oh. then uh I don't know. Okay, here's the thing. Pikachu, the, the events that happened, Tim pulls the thing up, you know, on the third 80th floor or whatever. Pikachu falls. Saved by Mewtwo. Three seconds later, Tim is down there. Oh my god, Pikachu, you're okay. And I'm like, how fast is that fucking yeah. elevator? How that happen? good elevator, god. babe. <laughs> he's gonna he doubles over because he went so fast. He's yeah. got that fast. Like, I'm here to bull- <laughs> <laughs> Pikachu. <laughs> oh shit. And he's just slowly press, stepping back from the puddle. That's going to We then cut to a hospital. Tim's in the bed. He's coming out of his coma. And he says, Tim, Tim, Timothy? Tim, 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 Oh no. Cut to black. Roll credits, guys. What are we? Shit, that'd be great. Um, so, uh, but but even better because you know everybody's like, wow, the city's been destroyed and everybody's in a fucking Pokemon now. This is this is literally everyone's nightmare. Uh, but luckily, Mewtwo's like, hey, Mewtwo can undo what has been done. You oh, know, Thanos snap and Mewtwo X Machina. Yeah, fuck. 
yeah and so uh basically everything goes back to normal um you know abraham lincoln's alive Every, everything's great <laughs> everything comes back we see the the clip from space balls where the trees are going back into where they were planted exactly it's <laughs> gone from suck to blow yeah um, <laughs> and uh yeah so everyone's back uh lucy's no longer part of psyduck um and she runs into roger the the younger clifford guy who i guess runs everything now because yeah, the guy's the being erased and he's like hey you're that uh intern reporter chick right yeah guess what you're gonna do an exclusive interview with me and it's gonna be great and you, all your wildest dreams are coming true and i'm like yeah is this a jacob's ladder situation because what because no, no, he was like hey you knew what was going on uh oh yeah, you, yeah, yeah before okay. anybody you tried to warn us and we all just laughed at you so i'm promoting you and you're, you're gonna you're go dinosaur to- now <laughs> You are the new Oprah. I've made it so. <laughs> this is just a weird dream he's been put in by Jigglypuff this whole time. <laughs> yeah, and uh, you know, Mewtwo shows up to say, uh, I, I, I don't know. Uh, oh, oh, yeah, he, he shows up and says, "Well, you've been wondering where your dad is. Uh, Pikachu offered his body to save your dad's mind." And I'm like, uh, so the dad is inside a Pikachu? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And I told him if he could bring me the son, I could repair the father. And then we got a nice little flash to white. And then we're at a train station. Again, some point in time. I don't know. I guess earlier. And you hear, hey, kid. You see legs? (laughs) They got dressed in selling drugs. (laughs) <laughs> hey kid you know where i can get some of that r no uh, no i'm sorry the bar? cocaine bear took it all <laughs> oh, God, he turns around, it's a bear it's the cocaine bear hey kid hey kid you want to help me hunt a bear <laughs> steve it's the little teddy or so from the uh the for pokemon three uh yeah <laughs> he adorable <laughs> it's like ted but you know oh god yeah but, so uh, but who is it really yeah but really we pan up and the father is <gasps> ryan reynolds actually actually kind of looking his age that's wild because they put yeah. him in like glasses and a sweater they try to make him look like a dad yeah right what is he doing wearing jason statham's <laughs> outfit <Yeah. laughs> oh god his dad's jason statham at the end of all this pokemon Dad, is that you back from your job as a, I don't know, Uber driver? <laughs> of course it's fucking me. <laughs> <laughs> Who the fuck else would it be? Can't. Yeah. <laughs> Man, credits. <laughs> now, so Ryan Reynolds gets a call. <laughs> Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> Deck is sure here. You don't know me, but you're about to. Incredible. No. Okay, so it's Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds is dead, guys. They they were hiding the whole movie. Holy shit, it's Ryan Reynolds. Who knew? Uh, Man. And uh, basically, they uh, they say goodbye there at the train station because I guess it's back at the time when it's like, well, thanks for visiting. I guess you go back to hang out with your grandma. Yeah. Well, maybe maybe I should stay a while. Would that would that be okay with you, Dad? <sighs> I'd like that. And they walk off to go get a coffee. Yeah, Man, I really like coffee. I don't know why. Just that's all I've been thinking about. <laughs> and then uh, it sounds like you know I don't think I want to be an accountant anymore. How about I be a detective like you? And I'm like, oh yeah, you're supposed to be a detective in that sweater. 
Roll credits. Pika Pika Pi. <laughs> Guys, what do we think of Detective Pikachu? Uh, Bobby, as our guest, would you like to go first? Oh, sure. Uh, you know, I, uh, as I've stated before, not I don't know everything about Pokemon, so I don't know how it hits on a, on a Pokemon super fan, but I feel like I'm about to find out. Uh, but on my end, uh, I found this movie charming as hell, honestly. I, when I saw the trailers coming out, I was like, I, you know, as you would imagine, was like, what is this? <laughs> but, uh, but I went and saw it anyway, you know, just to get out of the heat. And uh, I had a great time. Like, I really loved it. And uh, I, I really like to see another one. It's, it's obviously silly. It's made for a younger audience than I belong to. But uh, I still, uh, I thought there was a lot there to, uh, to enjoy. Uh, but yeah, high marks for me, man. Definitely recommend it. Excellent. Uh, babe, how about you? I really enjoyed it. Yeah, Bo- Bobby hit the nail on the head here. This movie's so charming. It's so fun. The tone is right. Like, it's almost a little too dark, which is perfect for Pokemon, <laughs> but like in the most fun way possible. Oh, yeah. And yeah, um, yeah, I thought it was super great. The The character designs were really cute. And yeah. Steve, what did you think? All right. Uh, we watched this a couple of years ago, back when it like first came out. And I remember kind of thinking like, okay, that was a thing. I had no context for what all the different Pokemon were. And, you know, they, they there's a lot of stuff happening in this movie. And so I think I just kind of like, okay, yada, 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 let's get to the final battle or whatever. <laughs> you know, because <laughs> silly me, all I know about Pokemon is it's basically dogfighting or, you know, it's, <laughs> it's, it's bring out your, your finest warriors and have them battle to the death. I thought, or, you know, battle them to submission and then throw them to a ball to be your slave forever. You know, that's my, you got the gist. Yeah. <laughs> and having watched the, the couple of animated movies, I learned a little bit more of the lore though. It all still kind of breaks down to that. Uh, <laughs> but, um, but with my wife, uh, you know, being there at my side to teach me and, you know, learn me of their ways. <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah, it, it was quite enjoyable. Like on second rewatch, I, I really liked it. And it's got Ryan Reynolds, for God's sakes. I mean. Pika, pika, pika. Yeah, yeah. We, we still need to figure out how to do that cut, Bobby. With the <laughs> pika, pika cut. I, got, I cannot wait to see that finalized. <laughs> All right, we're going to take a quick commercial break. On that note, when we come back, what? we have more beer, <gasps> fun facts, and what we learn from Detective Pika Pikachu. Pikachu. Hey, everybody. Are you looking for the perfect stocking stuffer for the holidays? Do you like supporting the arts? Well, then you need to check out untidyvenus.etsy.com, the top one-stop shop that always pops her top. Are you a fan of dinosaurs? Snacks? Dinosaurs made out of snacks? Movie monsters? Unicorns? Cats? Dogs? Rats? Shrimp? Pokemon? Tie-dye? Paracord bracelets? Paracord dog leashes? Enamel pins? Coloring books? Block prints? Watercolor? Pet portraits? Buttons? Magnets? Stickers? Bottle openers? Artist trading cards? Or really anything else that's awesome? Then stop on by untidyvenus.etsy.com. That's a goddess who's bad at housekeeping.etsy.com. New items are popping up all the time, so be sure to follow her on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, or Patreon at Untidy Venus. Or visit her website at izzycreates.com for the latest. Did I mention the Snackosaurs? How about Gary the Unicorns? Untidyvenus.etsy.com, the goddess who's bad at housekeeping. Check it out now. Hey everybody, this is Jason. And Jeff. 
and Blake. And we're the History of Bad Ideas podcast. And if you like hearing uh, geeks talk about Fisto from He-Man. Or zombies or dragons or zombie dragons. I was given copy to read, but it's a piece of crap. So if you just like any geek or any fun stuff, just listen. We drop every Wednesday on iTunes, Stitcher, Tangent Bound Network, or WeBeGeeksPC.com. Oh, God, I'm out of here. And remember to wear a coat. I love the smell of movies in the morning. There's no feeling in podcasts. There's no feeling in podcasts. This podcast will be quite operational when your friends subscribe. Feels. Real feels. Not the feels. Not the feels. Out of all the podcasts I've encountered, Real Feels was the most human. Hey, it's Drew. And Nathan. And Jack. Hey, guys, and we're the Real Feels Podcast. We come to you every other Wednesday with a brand new movie of a different genre every single time. So make sure to catch us on iTunes, Podbean, and any other podcatcher out there. You're the realist. And the feelist. Come to yeehaw. Hi, this is Dana Gould, and you're listening to everything I learned from movies on your radio, phone, computer, television, or record player. And we're back. Oh my God, Steve, those are the greatest ads that have ever added in the history of adding. Oh, she said it. They get better every week. Yeah, babe, I feel like I've been talking for over two hours about Pokemon. Pokemon, <laughs> a little parched. Uh, luckily, you got a little something for that. <laughs> From Squatters Brewery in Salt Lake City, Utah, we have their One Four Seven West IPA series, uh, Broadway Cold Hazy India Pale Ale. Ooh. All right, brewed with an alt yeast ooh, and a colder fermentation process, smoothing out the edges and providing a fruity finish. Delightfully drinkable, this unique session IPA will hit the spot wherever your 147 West may be. What? Okay. Uh, 5% alcohol by volume. And uh, my top? Oh, it's top. Nice. And the poor? <gasps> Ooh, nice uh, light mm. uh, golden color. Like, yeah, very yeah, light, actually. Very, very pale. Uh, pale straw color has a nice white foamy head lots of fairly size, good sized bubbles fairly good sized bubbles make me happy <laughs> got a little bit of pine on there yeah a little pine a little, yeah. little citrus in there i guess yeah, that's the citrus. fruity finish it's talking about but yeah yeah just a yeah nice little easy drinking mm-hmm. beer yeah know. i don't know if i say it's not particularly hoppy or like like strong with the hops but yeah just nice Smooth, well-balanced little beer. Yeah, yeah, it would definitely be a pale ale uh, on the Sierra Nevada charts, mm-hmm. but delightful. You got another uh, beverage on your end, Bobby? I don't, actually. I'm still working on this one. Surprise, hey. surprise. <laughs> working on the, uh, the, what do we call the, the Bulbasaur Stout or whatever it is? Yeah, how, how, how is <laughs> that Blastoise? How's that Squirrel Stout uh, yeah. treating you now that you're this far in? You know, I, I started to get used to it, and I think it started turning on me again. <laughs> I know. As it warms, the, uh, the matcha seems to take over. <laughs> yep, absolutely. It's uh, the, the only demon is coming out. <laughs> and, uh, That's when the matcha began to take hold. You know, I, I joke, but it was actually okay. <laughs> it's not my it's not my new favorite by any stretch, but it's not as terrible as I'm making it out to be. <laughs> and I'm going to keep saying that as long as it's can of stare at me. <laughs> Excellent. Well, would uh, either of you be interested in any fun facts? Absolutely. 
Are they super fun facts? Because the fun, fun facts. Oh, they are the funnest of facts. <clears throat> well, I guess first off, uh, Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, Bobby, what do you think the critics thought of Pokemon Detective Pikachu? Oh, I'm willing to bet the critics didn't know what to make of this. Um, but uh, but they may have liked the, uh, the heartwarming father-son tale. So uh, between those two factors, I'm going to give it a, uh, let's give it a 47. All right, how about you, Ben? Oh, I think people liked this. I'm going to go 65. 68 with the critics and 79 with the audience. So it's fresh, baby. (laughs) Damn right. In fact, this is the first movie based on a video game to have a fresh score on Rotten Tomatoes. (laughs) So there you go. Uh, $150 million budget. U.S. gross, 144.2, but worldwide gross, 433.5. It's a hit! Boom. (laughs) Join us for the R-rated sequel directed by Eli Roth. The Team Rocket rated sequel? Yes. Man, that alone would sell it. It just says rated R, but the R is the rocket R. Yeah! Yeah. (laughs) That's what we want. Uh, let's see. The realistic style of the Pokemon were based on the artwork by R.J. Palmer. The movie's production designer discovered him while he was looking for realistic Pokemon designs on the internet, and he was so impressed by Palmer's art, by Palmer's art, Palmer's artwork. There, I said it that time. Nailed it. Uh, <laughs> that he gave him a job as the concept artist for the movie. Damn, I love hold that. on. I think that might be the guy we met at that first ape we went to. Really? Yeah. 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 That's the guy. Uh... I bought the buttons oh, from that yeah, yeah, okay. uh, Kay went to school with and said he's a huge dick. <laughs> he has a what sense. now? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, no, he he's kind of he he's kind of a misogynistic asshole, but he does draw oh. very cool realistic Pokemon, and he was like the first person to get like internet famous with realistic Pokemon. Yes, fun fact, RJ stands for real jerk Palmer. <laughs> oh, that sucks to hear because I was saying that I really love that uh rather than just steal from the guy who did it the way you want it, they paid him. But yeah. yeah. Now, now you make me wish they did steal from him. <laughs> yeah, fuck that guy. Uh, that, 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 that was coming from somebody who went to high school with them. We were all yeah, jerks in high man. school, right? Nope. I was an angel. Yeah. What the hell are you talking about, babe? <laughs> I sure <Anyway>. cheat. <laughs> I mean, yes, and no, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure Steve wasn't a jerk at all. Nope. <laughs> uh speaking of jerks, though, oh man. Dwayne Johnson, Mark Wahlberg, and Hugh Jackman were eyed to play the title role, which ultimately went to Ryan Reynolds. But the fans from the start favored Danny DeVito for the role. Despite DeVito claiming interview, he had no idea what Pokemon was. Yeah! Love it. (laughs) So so he didn't get the money that time. Uh, It goes on to say, it later was revealed that DeVito was considered for the role with the movie's visual effects team actually doing an early character animation test uh, to recording of this, uh, the actor's previous roles. And one of the movie's producers even said that the, quote, spirit of Danny DeVito, I promise you, is still inside of Pikachu when it came to crafting up his personality. <laughs> and part two is them having to try and get it out. Yeah. <laughs> get it out of me. Get it out. Get it out. Oh, shit. I'm it's revealed that his dad. electric rat or something. There's got to be a cut of the movie where uh, you know the whole movie. Ryan Reynolds is voicing Pikachu, but at the end, it's revealed to be Danny DeVito. 
<laughs> oh my god, the beast! Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Pico, whatever. Yeah. Oh man, and the, Danny DeVito is Justice's dad. We believe that. <laughs> Absolutely. But also in that version, it's not CGI Pikachu, but rather Danny DeVito sprayed yellow. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no. This is the way. <laughs> uh, when Tim and Pikachu were searching the lab, they see footage that states that Mewtwo was created and escaped Kanto 20 years ago. Pokemon, <sighs> the first movie, came out in 1999 in the US, 20 years before the events of this movie, and featured Mewtwo. Yeah! Wow. Uh, this That's is a good Easter egg. Right? Uh, this is the first Pokemon movie that Warner Brothers has released since. Pokemon 3, the movie Spell of the Unknown, which we did last week. And the first one not from 20th Century Fox slash 4Kids Entertainment. Get a Steve Spell of the Unknown, because the unknown are shaped like letters. Spell? At the time of production... (laughs) (laughs) At the the time of production, there were over 800 Pokemon. It is reported that Detective Pikachu only had about 60 of them, though. Yeah, you can so, see that. There were a lot yeah. of Sneasels and Growlis in those last scenes. Yeah. But guys, we've reached the most important part. What important lesson will Mewtwo wipe from our memories from this movie? <laughs> uh, Bobby, is our guest, would you like to go first? Uh, yeah, I think the primary thing that I've learned, uh, which I think is what it set out to teach me, is that I would be better off if my father was a Pokemon. <laughs> all right, that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> and now it's all I think about. And now that I've seen this movie, every time my dad texts me or calls me, I'm just like, why aren't you a Pokemon? <laughs> what, uh, what Pokemon would your father be? <laughs> would he be a Snorlax or I don't know? Oh man, he's got to be a Snorlax at this point. <laughs> <laughs> And next time I see him, I'm gonna I'm gonna chuck an apple at him just so it feels more real. <laughs> Good night. So, all right, how about you, babe? What'd you learn? Oh, I mean, I learned that I do still love Pokemon. There you go. Fucking great. And uh, as of right now, there are 898 Pokemon in the pokedex but with regional variants there are actually 908 whoa there you go and they're still using that uh old school uh pokedex i mean the original pokedex only has 150 so no they've expanded their fucking you you know you can just program in your phone now right right yeah (laughs) no and the new one's really annoying that stupid rotom that turns into a lawnmower he possesses your pokedex and tries to tell you what to do all right really annoying really annoying i can see i remember last time my lone warrior told me what to do <laughs> see what pokemon would my my dad be oh oh i got it he'd be slacking he's the, the big the big lazy sloth <laughs> yeah <laughs> i was thinking lazy or con man but i'm not that <laughs> well versed in pokemon to know which <laughs> well i learned uh the Cubone is probably the perfect Pokemon for me. Yeah. Uh, also, whenever I see a vial of purple sparkly shit, I'm going to snort that shit to see what happens. <laughs> oh, yeah. Feed it to the cats. You might become a Mewtwo or something. <laughs> yeah, right? You never know. 
Steve, are, are you going to wear your mom's skull when she passes? <laughs> <laughs> we'll or find you, out, I guess. I don't know. Are you going to pass it on to the grandkids? You know what? <laughs> we'll, we'll cross that bridge when we come to it, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, well, Bobby, thank you so much for joining us here on Everything I Learned from Movies. Um, I understand you also have a podcast? I do. For anyone who doesn't know, my home turf is the Grind Bin podcast. We primarily uh, focus on Grindhouse movies, you know, the kind of stuff that would play in uh, drive ins and, you know, 42nd Street movie theaters back in the 60s, 70s, 80s, so on and so forth. Uh, of course, yeah, your friend Stephen Izzy have been on our show many times and yeah. will be in many more. Uh, at the time of this recording, we're getting real close to episode 300. We've already recorded it, and it's great. So, uh, and the lead up to episode 300 is uh, multiple musicals, which happened by just chance. But uh, yeah, we're getting real musical on the grind bit. So come sing with us. Nice. Yeah, I hope we do the rock aliens there. Oh, they did that. That, that was like what number 30 years oh, yeah, that, that was okay. a long time ago yeah yeah <laughs> that's a good one to go back to Izzy. i i brought that to the show actually yeah, yeah that's right that was your uh, your first suggestion or whatever we uh, yeah. we actually i i once uh, I'll, I'll share this story real fast here at the end i was watching voyage of the rock aliens before we covered it on the show i had been uh been i've been vibing a little bit at a fourth of july party and i reached out to two of the actual rock aliens and we actually sat down with them and did a full interview. We talked to them for, I believe, a little over an hour on the show. So that's yeah. worth going back to our archive to get it. Yeah, it was a, a fantastic interview. Uh, what, uh, what's the name? Uh, Rima? Is that the band? Rima. R-H-E-M-A. The yeah. actual band that played the rock aliens. Yep. So check it out over at the Grind Bin. Uh, babe, are you on social media at all? I am. You can find me everywhere at Untidy Venus. That's a goddess who's bad at housekeeping. I'm on all the social medias at Untidy Venus. I have an Etsy shop where I sell my art, including Pokemon who love kittens. Yeah. Get the prints, get some stickers over at untidyvenus.etsy.com and come over to Patreon and support my Patreon at Untidy Venus. I have a sticker of the month club and it's pretty awesome. It's true. Steve, where can we find you? Oh, well, you can find us everywhere on all the major podcatchers under Everything I Learned From Movies. Uh, or you can hit us up directly on Twitter, Facebook, and Patreon at EILF Movies. That's Everything I Learned From Movies. Uh, we also have the new website, EILFMovies.com. It has all the links and uh, basically my movie a day review. <laughs> Quick little ditties. Uh, check it out. Um, what else we got oh yeah and if you're in the ogden utah area and enjoy fantastic movies yeah come on out every other wednesday at Brewies in ogden where we Woo! have special screenings of classic movies let's see uh we've done link we've done congo we've done the running man we're doing champagne and bullets yes. uh the time is what was it i was quoting champagne and bullets <laughs> don't let me kill your flow partner <laughs> no worries no worries uh, uh what were we doing in june oh yeah we've done big trouble little china yeah. and wild zero wild zero oh, and wow. a little little spoiler or coming up in july <gasps> we have the new 4k uhd restoration of the ultimate ninja movie <gasps> miami connection <gasps> that's right and then after that the man from hong kong another Woo! ninja movie that's right it's ninja lie everybody it's coming it's gonna Incredible. be fucking great <laughs> so good so yeah hit us up for details at eilf movies uh so yeah i guess until next time i'm steve and i'm izzy and i'm bobby and this is 
Everything I learned from movies. Have a good night, everybody. <laughs> Thanks, Bo. <laughs> Get along with us. <laughs> you have to communicate. <laughs>